They say your whole life flashes before your eyes when you die. And it's true, even for a blind man. I grew up in Hell's Kitchen. The politicians and the real estate developers call it Clinton now. But a neighborhood, like everything else, has a soul. And souls don't change with a name. SWAT TEAM! Jeez. <laughs> this is Film Sack. Oh, sure. Hello, and welcome to Film Sack. This is Film Sack, mining the very depths of film entertainment for all mankind. This is episode 585. I'm Scott Johnson, oh. joined today by Brian. Screw these painter and window cleaner lifts. He needs to break them so he can jump off this building to get to street level Dunaway. I got places to be, got no time for you other people. Oh, hi. hi. This week on Film Sack, we turn our face full of clearly marked biohazard-inducing blind eye juice towards a 2003 superhero movie set in Satan's Food Preparation District, starring <laughs> actors who are probably doing it in real life. Mm. No, not yet. Soon, bullseye. No, you got daddy <laughs> issues. No, you. Wait. Oh, the credits said David Keith, not Keith David. Well, I guess I can stop looking for a Winston cameo now. Damn it. Anywho, <laughs> this movie made me blind, but gave me superpowers. Somehow. Hold on. Just let me turn on the audio description for that last part. This movie made me blind, but gave me superpowers. Somehow, <laughs> actor gestures widely, wildly with hand waviness. Thanks a lot, HBO. Flips bird. All right. <laughs> I'm headed down to the red leather shop on 3rd to pick up a few things. Don't worry. I get my paychecks in cash now, and the bank puts them in clear boxes for me. I guess. Actor gestures wildly, knocking over best screenplay Oscar from a better movie. So I fold the tens this way and I fold the fives this way and I fold the ones. Well, I don't fold the ones. Actor stuffs ones in leather pants. Can I get you guys anything like uh, concentrated rose water perfume you can smell over a New York City diner? Or how about some lighter fluid you can spray on the ground to spell out your initials, but depends on a smoker to activate. Convenient. Or how about some bags of sand you can hang in your apartment to beat up on? Actor shrugs. Randy? Oh my God, you are so beautiful. Says the blind man. Uh -huh. mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Beautiful. That was great as always. Holy, holy I got to wait. Hold on a second. I'm rub. I'm rug. I'm rubbing. I'm rugging. rugging. <laughs> I can rug too. I'm yeah. rubbing the yeah. Eagles boobs. Oh, Eagles good. Tits. That's good. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> you, you and uh, uh, John Favreau rubbing boobs. Favreau. Fantastic. Favreau, exactly. Chef oh. himself. We'll definitely oh, talk about that. Uh, also with us today, Randy. He has a target tattooed on his shoulder. Sorry, I meant head. Because of the great, sorry, because of the great deals he get his, gets at his local Target location, Jordan. Uh, Aloha, Scott, Brian, Brian, <clears throat> Randy. This is a story about me and my dad, and how I didn't know him until one day everything changed, and I found out that he and I were more alike than I ever imagined. 
Sure, I I always knew that he liked his Whataburger the same way I like mine, with extra justice. Ooh. But I, I I never knew that his conflict with that joint had to do with losing a tooth. And just Ugh. like me, he threw the tooth down in the shower. There's no justice in that. Wow. Anyway, wow. here's how you two can get justice in just three easy steps. Number one. Build some utterly godly kind of shock absorption into a pair of boots. You'll need to be able to jump down at least 10 stories and land on your feet and be fine. Number two, when you bring justice upon the guilty, they're going to fight you. But for some reason, they're going to be either not carrying a gun or really, really bad at using their guns. So I don't know. Get really good at ducking. Number three. Don't let your father double cross the Whataburger manager and get killed. I waited outside the Whataburger for my father. In some ways, I'm still waiting Aww. because there was a really long line of cars. <laughs> you know, we're just now getting our first Whataburgers in uh, uh, in Colorado. Of course, in Colorado Springs first, not in Denver. Oh, but. Uh, but it cracks me. It, it cracks me up and amazes me that it, it is universally pronounced Waterburger and not Whataburger. Yeah, yeah. everyone says <laughs> that. You're right. Everyone yeah, yeah, says yeah. Waterburger. Yeah. yeah, I gotta get and, ready uh, when they get here because I don't Colorado know. Colorado sounds horrible. Yeah, Colorado Springs is the Texas of Colorado. Oh, yeah. <laughs> it really is. Kind of but, is. But Boulder is the Austin of Colorado. Go yeah, figure. Go oh, figure that. Oh out. man, do the math on that. Uh, all right. Well, that's awesome. Also with us. And finally, we have Brian. He sings Wake Me Up Inside every time he drinks a fresh cup of copy, coffee. Ibit. Coffee. Oh, sorry. Wake me up before you go go inside. Yeah. Um, yeah. Before before I even get to my thing, Randy, it was something that you said last week that uh, let me see if I can remember it. Oh, wait, I have it right here. <laughs> Our next film will be. I don't actually know. What is it? It's Dare DeVille. Oh, Dare DeVille. Yeah. Dare DeVille. Dare DeVille. Yeah. So Randy said Dare DeVille, and it kind of inspired me for this week's oh. uh, intro. Uh, it goes a little something like this. <laughs> Dara DeVille. Dara DeVille. If his nunchucks don't get you, his grappling hook will. To defeat him, you just need a noise that's shrill. A lawyer. But barely was a normal kid until that toxic spill. <laughs> Sorry, kid, you're now Dara DeVille. <laughs> Ever since his father was killed in a dark alley, he protects the streets from crimes and thugs at night. And even though all that might remind you of the bat, he's not as rich and doesn't have his sight. His girlfriend's Electra, Nacho's her name. The kingpin and bullseye, who's got killer aim. Looks like he fell face first onto a grill. <laughs> Just one movie for Dara DeVille. <laughs> oh, Love man. It. No, right. <laughs> I was going to give I was, uh, Dunaway I was the also, award uh, this week. But man. It was also Josh Shofty's muse on Uncut Jams. <laughs> oh, yeah, nice. <laughs> that was amazing. Holy shit. Awesome. Do Thank we even, you. I don't even know where to go from there. Can we just end the show? Are we done? <laughs> We're done. That was crazy. All right. Beautiful. Well, well done, everybody. We talked about, uh, the, or we watched the movie Daredevil. Daredevil. 
A man, blinded by toxic waste, which also enhanced his remaining senses, fights crime as an acrobatic martial arts superhero lawyer. Uh, you may be familiar with it. The 2003 uh, early uh, comic book movie uh, with uh, Kevin Feige, Feige, whatever you, how you say his name, yeah. uh, producing, which I didn't know he was doing that all the way I back. didn't know I didn't that either. either. Is this his Long first... Away. Is this the first movie, uh, the Marvel-related movie, not MCU, that he was involved with? It's worth checking out. I wonder if he had anything to do with Spider-Man's or uh, right. any of that yeah. stuff. Let's see. Kevin. Uh, let's just look it up real quick. Kevin Feige. Here we go. It's funny. His IMDb photo is the only place you'll ever find him without a hat on. It's the only place. That's true. All right. He His very first would have been. Let's see. That's Boy, these go back now. Yeah, they do. Uh, oh, There's he was so an, as, an associate yeah. producer on X Men, Spider Man, Daredevil. Oh, so Daredevil okay. was the third one. That's crazy! Wow, no kidding. And okay. so even yeah, look at that. Like the Hulk and uh, the 2004 Punisher. He's he's everywhere. This is thing. all I mean, he's Lord, done. This but is associate producer means you were getting coffee. Like it, this is not a well. Could have been. He, yeah. wasn't, he wasn't running the show yet. No, uh, but he was executive producer on Spider Man and Spider Man Two. Man thing, fantastic. Yep. And Daredevil four. co-producer, which means he's equal to somebody. Yeah, um, he, he got coffee with somebody, like he was said to. <laughs> <laughs> and these go, like he has got uh, producer uh, credits from X-Men 2000 all the way up until his most recent shows. Uh, he's got upcomings, obviously, but Loki is yeah. the last one that's that's listed as out. That seems weird. Something's missing there. No, Loki 2. Oh, is that oh, what no, it is? Oh, that's, they're probably counting the Loki that. Too. Yeah, because they have What If Season 2. And Yeah, good point. Well, it, does anybody know the difference between producer and executive producer? Like, do you, I'm sorry, let, let me rephrase that. Anybody in the four of us know the difference? Because I'm sure well, somebody I, out there does. Yeah, every, yeah. yeah, everything that, so that's kind of a, it's, it's kind of, it's just a title, uh, basically. That's it could mean, thinking, it could mean right? anything like, from you you funded the, the movie uh, to you made a deal uh, or your consultant, there, there's a million different hats that but, a producer but there, can wear. Yeah, yeah. There's they're kind of responsible a, of putting the movie together yeah. financially. There's absolutely a hierarchy. Mm-hmm. A, right. Absolutely 100% a hierarchy. And mm-hmm. the credit you're given is, is reflective of your position in that hierarchy. Right. Like well, executive producers are the ones spending the money and deciding how the money's spent. Yeah, and they're the big they, shots, right? They can make they can make some pretty severe decisions. And he goes back right. and forth because, like, for example, he's executive producer on, uh, let's see, Guardians of the Galaxy Holiday Special and Black Panther: Wakanda Forever. He's just listed as producer and PGA, whatever that is. Um, producer on, let's see, let's see, She Hulk executive, uh, Moon Knight executive. I'm just trying to find one where he's not again. Anyway, jumps around. So. Looking at, uh, there's a, a site, uh, CELTX.com. The producer handles on-set logistics, management, and supervision, while the executive producer deals more with offset issues like negotiating contracts, communicating right. with investors or studios, and maintaining the business face of production. Kind of what, kind of what Brian and Randy were saying. And, and so, Scott, yeah. PGA stands for Producers Guild of America. Oh, that just means okay. I wonder why it's in title. here sometimes. Registered with the guild. That's weird that it's in some of his credits and not others. I don't know why that. So I, you basically, like Brian was saying, you could do anything for a movie and be considered a pro- executive producer versus being producer who's always on set, always dealing with the stuff going on right there. Right. 
I'm, while filming is going on. Yeah, 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 I'm just saying Stan Lee was credited as executive producer of this film. We should be talking about him more than Kevin Feige. Yeah, but I don't think <laughs> sure. I don't think he did it's, it's, much. It, like he showed up and did his cameo. He probably had some you know? thoughts. I mean, he might he might have been asked to make right. decisions every single that, day of film. That's the that's <laughs> the question about the the hierarchy is really more of a title because each person has their position, and so, certain stronger personality is going to have bigger draw in certain areas than others. Yeah. And I'm pretty okay. sure so, vandalizing each of the window yeah. washing structures as he goes down. Have him so like if you're a well, yeah. right. If you're a well-known established director, you can push back a lot harder against someone who's like a producer. Whereas, you know, yeah. if not, you, you get pushed around a lot. more. Well, so. and if you, if the trivia is to be believed, he did not like the way this movie turned out. He thought it was too dour and too right. sad and too all these things. So I don't, I don't know that he had much to do with those decisions. Best I can tell. But, and, and this is a Mark Steven Johnson joint, uh, Mark Steven Johnson, uh, get, you know, climbs the ladder in Hollywood by writing some well-received, uh, screenplays, uh, in the early nineties and then gets to take a crack at directing and, I yeah. thought it was pretty well directed. Yeah, I do too. Yeah, I think I guess yeah, there's a director's edition that's supposed to be like even better. I don't. That's I what seen people it. said, and and there's a couple videos that I looked at on YouTube that it looked like they're director's cut scenes. Although, um, you know, some of it looked like oh no, we did see this in the in the version that was on mm-hmm. HBO Max. The mm-hmm. the original version is what 103 minutes. Yeah. The director's cut version is supposed to be like 133 minutes, adds roughly 30 minutes to it. Um, and I wish we could find that version in its entirety. Yeah, there's a whole uh, subplot with uh, Coolio, yeah, I, was, I guess. Coolio's getting, uh, he's there's more courtroom stuff. Coolio is one of his clients, and there's some oh, whole yeah. subplot with Coolio. And I, his, I oh, so you are going to have law in your lawyer I've actually, I think I've seen that version. I don't know if I've had it on DVD or something. I don't think I've got the Blu-ray, but I remember seeing those scenes. And I that's what I was thinking when I watched this time around. I was like, oh, the major problem with this film is the fact that it's just moving along too fast. You're just jumping from one location to another and it's just very jarring and there's nothing great about it. There's parts of it that are really good, Sure, but it's just not together. I think it focuses a little bit too much on style and not enough on substance. Like the focuses too much on the freaking relationship. Jesus, come on. I mean, they called this daredevil Electra because that's what it was. It It really really was. Yeah. It was like a CW show. Like Berlin was with the exception (laughs) of the final act. For some reason, the movie decides to put Electra on ice for the final act. Yeah, and, which is I mean, weird. Is she it. really it was, dead? Was, is she really dead, or is that no, the, no? We got we no, got no. the next movie. Yeah, yeah but was she, that? But that next movie a prequel in the or comics? Okay. Just, like just like in the comics, like uh, yeah. there's that they they captured the scene where Bullseye stabs uh, Electra mm-hmm. really yeah, well for the film, did. like just like that famous cover, and just like in the comics, Electra does come back, and okay. I think that's what what's hinted by. Um, ben Affleck smiling in the very last. Well, he says he gets the he gets the braille because uh, that's what right. he says he needs that he needs that necklace to be braille. That's the reason why I know she's yes, alive. Yes, and he finds it he braille, finds it. and then he's like, "Oh, yeah. she's back." And so it's the kind of the tease. Oh, okay, yeah. yeah. All right. Speaking did you of- miss the Did you miss the bullseye uh, during the during the credits? No, no. I I watched okay. that, and I actually okay. really yeah. like that. Oh, yeah. I missed it. There was a post scene thing. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh it's, shit! It's, it's just it's just stinger. Yeah, it's just bullseye in the hospital. There's two armed guards outside the Fully hospital room, <laughs> yeah, and he's yeah. completely wrapped up like a mummy. He he can barely move in his bed. He's in he's at Except fifty points eyes. of traction. Wow! And there's a there's a housefly bu- bugging him, 
and he uh, mm-hmm. he gets a, a syringe and ta- throws it at the housefly and kills the housefly. Nice. Hey, well, you know, no matter how banged up you get, that aim never That's leaves, right. man. You're always good at yeah. aiming shit. He made me miss. Um, I enjoyed his performance, but maybe not in the way I'm supposed to. Like, I got I had a good time watching Colin Farrell chew up scenery. <laughs> Um, and an, yeah. and an era where Colin Farrell was known for doing that, like this was what he did, and he's yeah. so much different now. He's such a re- much more refined actor now. He really is. It's just such yeah. a different world, and I guess age does that to everybody. But but this was f- kind of fun to go back to after just seeing. I'd never seen The Lobster. I just watched that recently. Oh, oh yeah. yeah, that's yeah. a weird movie. Um, <laughs> so weird. Yeah, it's so weird. Uh, and then the other one was uh, this. And she's been sharing. Yeah, and I loved yes. loved him in that. I also just saw yes. him in that Twelve Lives movie, which he was excellent in. Thirteen and, Lives. Oh yeah, that's right. Well, oh, wait. Oh yeah, that's right. Thirteen Lives. You're right. You're right. right. <laughs> yeah, the extended it as an sequel. extra life. That's <laughs> a fantastic movie, and he's really good in it. And so it was kind of fun to juxtapose all of that, like serious acting, like Oscar worthy stuff, with this, which was you know kind of throwaway and ridiculous. And he still I, went all in, but I enjoyed it. I agree with you. I just couldn't stop noticing how they didn't get the characterization consistent. Mm. Bullseye in the very first scene is so like he's not even looking at his at his target he's barely got his eyes open in a bunch of other scenes he's bug-eyed all the time like he's like he's high on some drug Mm -hmm. and then there's some scenes where he's too cool for school he's just like walking with swagger and there's other scenes where he's like jumping around like a jumping bean and i'm just like i don't understand why they didn't like give him a little rule book you know as as an actor in the lane yeah. A branding guide for him to stick to. Yeah. 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 There's a, uh, so this scene, this feels like when things popped off for him. He takes off his hat. Here it is. I'll put it in the thing. When he does this, that feels like the moment where he's like, yeah, I'm a psychopath with a thing on my head. And yeah. when he was doing that, that was consistent. When he was like just sitting around or talking or hanging out, he was way too chill. Maybe it was drugs. By the way, I don't know. By the way, in that scene where he pulls his little hoodie off and he re- we revealed the bullseye on his forehead, uh, he takes those. He does a little magic trick and pulls a little, you know, pulls the uh, the, the paper clip straight. Oh yeah, poor, poor, poor Clippy. Uh, and then he <laughs> he he chunks some he chunks him at the guy with the double chin. I'm like, ah, uh, he's not killing that guy. He's just stabbing him in the double chin. He can't die from that. Come on. Yeah, that would and just hurt. It would yeah. hurt. Yeah, that would just hurt. Like I mean, hell, it yeah. depends on how far. I, well, even that, like you know, you're well, I was measuring. There's at least a, a paper. Yeah. There's at least a paper clip's worth of double chin on that dude. So I mean, Listen, even if you straighten it out. Those are just the paper clips you can see. Right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you can explain it away. It's uh it's, it's like a goofball it's like scene. The two guys uh, get hired to uh to do telephone polls and and yeah. one guy says or the the foreman at the end of the day says, "All right, Bill, how many did you get done?" He says, "One." He says, "What do you mean one? Look at Fred over here. He did 12." And he says, "Yeah, but he's look at all they're all sticking up out of the ground." Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> of all the of all the bullseye throw and hurt people things uh, you'd think it'd be the one through her hand that would bug me the most, but the one that really got me was the idea of a blunt nunchuck style oh, weapon yeah. going into the chest and like far enough in to get your heart. Yeah. That's freaking awful. That, that was pretty rough. The nachos Supreme, yeah. Nacho. <laughs> that guy, we've seen, we've seen him in like a thousand movies on films. Like I swear that. Actor. Oh yeah. Uh, yeah, so yeah. many like you see all these people like the dude uh one of uh kingspin kingpin's right hand man is the guy from seven who uh wore the oh, yeah. yeah that's the guy <laughs> like, the alien the four guy who's always freaking out making a face right. freaking out uh, uh, leland orser yeah in, right, in, uh, right in this one 
We love him. Um, he he's oh, a favorite of mine. I love that. Uh, guy. He really his is, name was yeah. Wesley. I I thought it was also his name was Wesley. Wesley. Cur- currently married to Gene Triplehorn, by the way. Oh, oh really? Yeah, oh. that guy. I wonder if at night he's just so weird and she has stories. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> he seems like an odd guy. But be, but the fact that he was a little too subdued in this movie was a little bit of a bummer. I wanted him to be a freak or die bad. Yeah, yeah. sure. Yeah, and I, I you talk about the longer version. Uh, by the way, that longer edition ha- it gets an R rating for yeah. reasons. Mm. Um, like it's on purpose. Like the 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 scene where Bullseye says he wants a bloody costume in the PG thirteen version, he uses the F word in the R version, oh. which and he doesn't actually get the Bullseye costume. Mm. I, yeah. Hello, mm-hmm. which is a bummer. Yeah. yeah. What's fu- right. What's funny is it looks like according to the way the IMDb words this. The uh, the R version removes the love scene between Elektra and Matt Murdock. Oh, really? Wait, what? Yeah. Really? Yeah, it says uh, the following is a list of the changes between the PG and R rated versions. The confession, confession booth scenes between Father Stephen and Matt Murdock have been removed. The love scene between Elektra and Matt Murdock has also been removed. I'm thinking, oh, they mean what was taken out for the PG 13 version. But no, then they say, you know, added a flashback scene where young Matt is seen with his adopted mother, featured in the comic books. There are more scenes mm-hmm. involving the kingpin, his most vicious, at point killing two of his own bodyguards by breaking their necks. So. Wow, uh, got rid of the sex and added more violence. we saw the PG-13 version, and now yeah. it's like, one of the big complaints I had was, yeah, like you said, Brian, the, the love, they just focus too much on the relationship. It looks so, like the R version takes some of that out. Well, I know Jennifer Garner has a no boobs clause. She won't, she won't She has to, boobs. Well, no. She's got boobs, she has them. <laughs> but she's got this thing where she yes. won't do, she won't go topless, so. She won't do nudity. Yeah, I guess they, I guess they wouldn't go further there. And this is the movie where those two fell in love and like cheated on their exes, right? Isn't that the deal? I tried to I tried to narrow down the the love timeline and I quit. I was like, I, I can't do this. I can't uh, remember because yes, they they worked together on the other movie we saw, uh, Pearl Harbor. They were there for that, right? And right. everything I can find says that this is the movie where they got it going. And her husband at the time, uh, that she then got divorced for him. He canceled his marriage to J Lo, who's back with now. Um. According to Vulture, yeah, oh, the Vulture first thing. time, yeah, Vulture. I mean, if we can't, if we can't, uh, you know, right? Who can, can you trust? trust Vulture, really? Who can we trust? Yeah. Uh, let's see. It wasn't until October two thousand three. I'm sorry, two thousand four, that they made their first appearance as Benefer. Yeah. Okay, so that probably means on the set of this thing, though, things were heating up. I think so because yeah, he and uh, J Lo broke up. Uh, January twenty third, two thousand four. See, right there. Okay, that's the reason why I stopped. <laughs> I realized I was like, eh, "It's not worth it's it." It's like, what are you? What road are you going down? Exactly. Right. Uh, yeah, I like, can see. I totally it. see why. Yeah, you're right. So this is what is also just kind of wacky about this movie is there are casting. Casting is crazy. We mentioned obviously right. our two mains, Ben, ben oh. Affleck, Jennifer Garner, but you got Colin Farrell, Michael, Michael Clark Duncan, John Favreau, and then you got Joey Pants. You got yeah. Ellen Pompeo, who would later go on to do nine thousand seasons of uh, uh, Grey's Anatomy. Uh, you I, got, but uh, Ellen Pompeo was just a voice on an answering machine, right? No, she was there. She was a secretary. 
she she showed up. Remember, she gave him the, yeah. the memo, uh, and he was all pissed when he came in that day. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Talking okay. to Froggy or whatever, Foggy, whatever his name is. Foggy Nelson. Yeah, Come on, Foggy Foggy Nelson. Nelson. Like, yeah. I I found myself thinking I really like some of the characters from the Daredevil and Bullseye books. I like Matt Murdock and oh, Foggy yeah. Nelson. I like Bullseye, but then. I've never really cared for Wilson Fisk as a as a villain. He just there's something about him that doesn't work. You don't like Kingpin, oh, and and these books include a straight up ripoff of Jimmy Olsen in the in the form of uh you know Joey Pants uh, Joey Pants as as Ben Urich here. <laughs> yeah. and yeah, yeah. what a I what just, a weird like, role for this for him. Just weird. Like yeah. I get it. Like if you look across all comics over all time. There's there are these reporters sprinkled in here and there like they're yeah. they're an interesting character. Someone's got to be trying to figure out who these people are. Mm-hmm, but right. in this particular uh, books, I just I don't like the guy. I don't, mm. He's not interesting to me. Mm. I think I think he's fine for what it is. It's just such a small throwaway thing that I, I don't even know this if they needed it. Kind of. So, yeah. yeah. And he's much better as a as the person pulling the strings than as a, you don't see him as an agile fighter. Like he <laughs> right. to be like, you know, sure. Uh, more D'Onofrio is less agile for sure, but it's, it's kind of that same I find, thing. Like, yeah. I find it interesting watching this daredevil d- doing a deeper think about what's going on. I, you know, you got your, you got your community superhero that fights crime just in a city and I thought that would be a more interesting story. If you were to ask me, we're making superhero movies. What would you rather see? You know, a superhero that fights crime in a, in a city, or would you like to see one that travels the galaxy? Be like, oh my God, I don't want to see a bunch of galaxy bullshit. Give me the small town hero. Right. But I'll tell you, movies, the movies are. are Seem to be better with superheroes when it's in a larger scale. When well, you, when you just it, I, I think you're like right to have that fear. Yeah. I just think that the MCU has proven you can you can actually pull it off and do it really well to make the big cosmic s- stories and make right. Thanos right. work somehow. Like that stuff used to be so terrible back in the day when people would attempt to do any of it. Mm-hmm. You know, look yeah. at any of the fi- the the Fantastic Four attempts; they're all so bad. Um, but the MCU turned that. And so right. I, I think I agree with you now, but I used to be like, no, put Batman in the city. Like, let's go. Let's yeah, do city sense. street stuff. Yeah. And I think yeah. that's what they were aiming for here, obviously. But, but that's also the core of the, you know, a lot of this is based off the, um, uh, what's who, who wrote, uh, the Frank Miller, Frank Miller. I can't remember. Names yeah. today. The, and he's yeah. in this, I guess he has a Watch cameo me. somewhere. I didn't see him, but he's, Oh, is he this. really? Yeah. Oh, uh, is he the guy that, uh, Matt Murdock, uh, young Matt Murdock keeps from crossing the street? I think that's him. Let's see. No, 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 no that's Stanley. No, that's Stanley. Stan what Miller, are you talking about? Miller is no, no, no. I was trying to remember there was a, there, I knew there was a cameo there. I couldn't remember who it was. Frank Miller's credit in this movie is man with pen in head. Yeah. Oh, a good old pinhead. Yeah. Pen in head. Pen in pen head. head. Friend, friend, there yeah. it is. Frank Miller pen in head. Yeah. I, I don't know who that was. Did he, did the guy get hit with a pen in the bar scene? The maybe I was going to say the bullseye hit somebody or, Oh, that's a good one. Yeah. Maybe, maybe. that was a deleted scene. Yeah. Oh, that's a good point. <laughs> they took out Frank Miller's scene, but I, yeah. I just like the, I want to get back to the previous subject real quick because what I feel like this movie really proved to me was that the defenders as a whole concept. And this is what Dunaway was just talking about. They are a local stories, oh. uh, concept. And I really, really like that for serialized television. Mm, I just yes, like it because you get to know the neighborhood. You get to know Hell's Kitchen. You get to know all the people around Danny Rand and Luke Cage and so on. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And Luke Cage like, worked well. 
Yeah. And you just can't, I don't feel like you can do it in a movie or even a series of movies. I don't think there could have been defenders movies. I I feel like it had to be TV. Yeah. I think that's, I think that's fair. Yeah. Um, I, I, what I wanted out of this back in 03, it kind of gave me then, which was just like, I don't know, all this evanescence music that was in it. Yeah, exactly. Everybody had a theme song. I was like, come on. I love the King. That stuff then I thought, you know, that was kind of the era for that. It felt right. I don't know. We didn't have any other examples. We had X-Men. That was about it. That and Spider-Man. And I don't know. It's what I wanted. wouldn't fit with like a evanescence soundtrack. Like the X-Men, Spider-Man stuff wouldn't fit with that. Real quick, by the way, Frank Miller is the guy you see dead as Bullseye pulls away on his stolen motorcycle. Oh, oh he, he took steals, Frank well, Miller's. Yeah, that was Frank Miller's. Is it a close up of his Frank, face? I didn't. I don't. I don't know why yeah. it didn't ding with me. But all right, no, I was looking for it. You know, talking about the cause, like you saying the cosmic stuff versus kind of the gritty. This is exactly you know again the movie had all the things that should have made it work. Like uh, the whole centering, centering in hell's kitchen, not having any sort of real supernatural or cosmic influence or anything like that. Yeah. Cause you can't, even if they would have introduced daredevil in the MCU prior to Thanos in the movies prior to Thanos, right. seeing him fight Thanos would have felt kind of like, Oh, okay, well that's like a, you know, a gnat uh, taken down a, <laughs> a, a bull or something like that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, Obviously, you know it's the the the, Mar- the MCU thing. They'd have them team up with Winter Soldier, or something else, like to make it to to make the two of them more powerful. But right. but um, when they do, and they're putting, you know, we're getting Daredevil in the MCU proper on Disney with Born Again. Yes. Uh, I think later this year. Yeah. Which then makes him a contender for things like the Kang could've, could've multiverse like and stuff like that. Yeah. yeah. I hope I hope they maintain the grittiness of the netflix thing without yes i don't know how i don't know how they're going to do this yeah, i just don't no, without concerned. sanitizing it for disney basically. yeah i don't want them yeah. to get too goofy with it because i do daredevil is that character for me and i did my, my first exposure to any of those stories was the frank miller book and i remember thinking well that's just daredevil so i know he's he's had lighter fare before but his treatment of it it's kind of like batman like frank miller has depending on your opinion either improve Batman and Daredevil in in huge ways or ruin them both. I don't know. You know, it depends on where you land, but he changed those two characters forever with his writing and will always be remembered for that. And I, I, that's how I see him. So I want them to be, I want him to be this do gooder daytime lawyer, helping only people who really need help, helping only the innocent and then getting revenge at night. Uh. And I want it to be gritty. I want that. <laughs> no, I uh. disagree. So, uh, there's uh. a scale. There's a scale of like darkness and bleakness. And right. uh, Daredevil is not on the Jessica Jones end of the scale. Right. Yeah, right. And I feel like you, I feel like you can do that. You can have people like Jessica Jones be in a really bad place and people like Matt Murdock be not as dark, not as, you know, mm-hmm. as violent. It doesn't I have need, to be. I need somebody to step up and manage Matt Murdock, who's got a little bit of money and can tell him to brush his hair. I mean, it's just all these. Well, that's how that's how he's portrayed in the series. In the in the in the TV series, he's right. portrayed as being pretty dependent on Foggy yeah, and exactly and others. Yeah, yeah. and I, I prefer that. I think I do too. Yeah, I, do too. I, I, I agree with you there. I don't want yeah. see. I th- so so here's my complaint. I think that this tried to be 
Batman for Marvel Absolutely. at the t- at the time. Yeah. And yeah, if you didn't get the Batman, the fact that he's got like almost like bad powers. He didn't have like a daredevil power. He has like a no, was, bat power. Yeah. It's so, so much Batman. But you gotta <laughs> so you gotta remember Batman. like this is, you know, in in the comic book anyway, you went from Frank Miller making Dark Knight, which grittied up Batman Forever. Right. Not right. the movie Batman Forever. Um, and then for all time, I should say, maybe, and then he swings into this and says, Hey, let's do this over here at Marvel. And he does kind of the same thing. So I both like that. And and I'm mad about that because yeah, did we really need to do that? I don't know. Like at the time Marvel was suffering and DC was, was winning in, in comics anyway. And so I, I get why they wanted to do it anyway. After all of that, like what, what do I want out of daredevil in a movie or in a, in a defender's Maybe they make ultimately make a Defenders film or something. Uh-huh. I, I don't want it to be this dark, or I don't want them to try to be this dark. I want them to try no, I was to have with that. Actually, I'd like to see a Defenders film. I thought the Defenders, uh-huh. uh, <laughs> the, the Defenders Netflix thing was really good, and it was it was yeah. they took the kind of you know better than better than a lot of people think Iron Fist stuff and made them a lot better for the Defenders. Yeah. Oh, for sure. Yeah. I, I just want to. I just want to make a case for Iron Man being Marvel's uh, Batman, um, because Iron Man has vision; he can see, and right. a lot of what Batman does is look around and see things, and he's he's, a he's in the shadows. Yeah, he's a yeah. detective. And yeah. Daredevil is. It's always been a stretch. It's always been like you're stretched as thin as you can get on plot, because yeah. he's constantly perceiving things. He really shouldn't be able to like, even, even if it's, even if he has supernatural hearing, right? Like the best hearing in the universe, there's things that he perceives that he shouldn't be able to. Whereas Iron Man, billionaire playboy, lots of gadgets. Like there's a, there's a pretty strong connection, but Iron Man didn't start out as Marvel's answer to Batman. Also, Iron Man it, started out as this other thing. Isn't it pure hooch that the, the, the goo, the goo got into his eyes and that's what made him blind. There's something else in the comics. Yeah. Right? That's this, totally added for the comics. I'm trying to remember what, what daredevils, uh, how he actually lost his sight in the comics. Yeah. Uh, Cause I don't think it was this fell and hit no. his head on the toilet. And that would be, I, I know they covered it. I'm sure they, yeah. <laughs> they said, they if you don't it. stop that, you'll go blind. Yeah. And, uh, yeah sure enough. <laughs> Dad, was, I can't see a dad. But he was so good at it. He, he has in, extra sensory power now. Hmm. Yeah. All right. That's so right. in my in in my comic collection, there's one where uh, Matt Murdock is a kid and he sees this truck speeding toward a blind man oh, crossing okay, the street. Okay. Right. And so there's already a the like, blind man out of the way. But yeah. Like, and then uh, the yeah. truck is carrying radioactive materials. That's right, and, and it's a, yeah. it's a it's very similar to this movie. Like it's not at all off. Mm. Yeah, I know um, that stuff can change. Obviously, even the MCU does all sorts of changey things. The the important thing in the comics that I feel like they really missed the ball on here is that as a blind boy, he's trained by a martial arts master. Yes, that's and, what I missed. Yeah. And I felt Not, like it, it's necessary because like even yes. they even say Electra, you know, hey, how'd you get all this power? Well, I was trained by a bunch of different senseis. And they're going to show you that in the movie, in the Electra movie. They're going right. to show you all of her training, which was given to her by other people. She doesn't learn it on her own like yeah. uh, this daredevil Magic. guy in this movie. Yeah. So the, the sorry, I got to ask this question because um, Brian uh, also put another picture of Bullseye in here. Oh yeah. Um, <laughs> yes. I have this question. So the 
the having a tattoo or whatever the frick he's doing on oh, his forehead. Well, this, yeah, it's like an imprint. Burn. I mean, it seriously is yeah. like he like a scar. Yeah, like he branded. Yeah, he carved yeah. design as yeah. well. Like somebody branded it. it. That those kinds of decisions in in hero stories always drive me crazy. Yeah, because basically yeah. you're establishing yeah. something that's that should be meaningful or permanent or something that just disrespects the origin stuff so much and i know it's hard to do everything you can't have wolverine in his yellow and brown no with his giant winged out head and all that like that would be ridiculous but you can go you can be a little closer you know you don't have to look how you know the the captain america stuff looked great yeah you know the 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 stuff and they even showed like that first movie does a great job of saying ah here's what his uh, costume looked like when he was performing with the uso and traveling around that that was clever and that's what you think these costumes are going to look like in these movies but no here hold on here's what we can make it look like with armor his world war his world war ii costume is still one of the most badass things mcu ever did i freaking love that sure yeah it's it's a matter of just saying all right what what's the purpose of the costume it's to protect the hero and also protect their identity but most of all to protect the hero so you need armor yeah. and whether that's blue armor or leather armor or black armor you've just got to make it look like armor and that's yeah. what or some kind of what, leather fetish armor and whatever they step they made a yeah. couple steps back with avengers in my opinion with that thing because his blue pajamas in that 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 movie are bad they are bad yeah but yeah. they fixed it right away with winter soldier so it's all it's cool now steve rogers you're you're all right with me buddy you're fine yeah but yeah. boy, that blue jumpsuit they put you in during event. I don't know what Joss Whedon was smoking that day, but holy shit, that was a bad choice. <laughs> I just want to I want to say out loud, if you can erase everything that you've seen in the MCU the last 20 years mm. and, and like just reset your mind and watch this movie, I think you're going to have a good time. The movie sets out to entertain you. It it does it that. has it has some uh animation <laughs> there's yeah. some yeah yeah some it, i forgot about i forgot about those jumpy animation weirdo character things they've done they did a lot of that in spider-man too this is you know this is fox of course but yeah i yeah it was weird yeah was weird, but i liked I, it i also yeah. think we're finally far enough past the 2000s that we can identify when something is very very 2000s-y mm-hmm. and uh this is it this is a great <laughs> example <laughs> of what like what fighting looked like because there was all of these there are all these Hong Kong and J- Japan films coming into the States and causing us to think, oh, when people fight, they do this. They fly around a little bit, you know? Mm-hmm. And and so, you know, this movie apes on all of that a oh, yeah. lot. Oh, yeah, big time. Big time. And it didn't look gr- – some of it looked fine even today, but a lot of it looked really, really, really bad. Like yeah. <laughs> he looked like a little rubber CG monster running up the side of the buildings. And that just didn't look yeah. good when he was, when he was, Oh my gosh. When the scene where bullseye gets all the pieces of the broken freaking glass and starts hucking him and, and his way is just jumping backwards to avoid it. Freaking what the hell oh, right. jumping backwards is not a, never been an answer to anything. Yes. No. It's always what you do. But, yeah. but yes, I too have seen the matrix. Thank you, Mark yeah. Steven Johnson <laughs> yeah. yes. for reminding me of how great the matrix was. Yeah. There was a bit of that in there kind of bug me but but whatever like at the time it's fine this is not a terrible film i want that to yeah. be clear no, for people it's, you know what it's it's a lot better than i remembered i saw this in the dollar theaters uh when it right after it came out in regular theaters and then moved to the dollar theaters for whatever reason i wasn't seeing marvel <laughs> movies day and date back then i don't know yeah but uh burned i guess too many times <laughs> yeah yeah I'd be, you'd be more but wary back then than now i guess for sure i i bought the dvd it came in the 
two disc set with Electra. I don't yeah, think I've yeah. even watched Electra yet, so I'm waiting <laughs> I, for us to watch that. I but, actually like Electra. Yeah. Oh yeah. man, I can't I wait have, to swing have, back oh, around. I have memories of Electra being better than Daredevil. I remember being disappointed in Daredevil and being like, "Okay, this isn't so bad." Really interesting. Okay, I remember, well, I'm excited to you get to that finally because I, I already I already have the answer to that. By the way, if you want to okay. know why I like Electra more than Daredevil. It's because uh, at the time, especially, I thought Ben Affleck was a bit of a goober and not in the good way, <laughs> not in the, oh, this guy is like a superhero kind of goober, you know, right. yeah. but more like he just doesn't really fit this role. He's never done it. It's never worked for me. And I like, like Argo. I thought Argo and the town and things like that. Uh, he's yeah. in his element there. And it's the first time for I sure. really like Ben Affleck. Everything else, he feels like a wet noodle. And this I too. like him. In, yeah. I like him. As, I like his Batman. I like Ben Affleck's. Batman. I dislike his Batman. It's you bad. Dislike <laughs> it. I like it. I'm indifferent to his Batman. Yeah. <laughs> I guess I was just. You know what? It feel he just looks sad all the time. Ben Affleck and that's never the looks way happy. Batman is. Batman is super sad. Is he though? I mean, he is, but he's usually like grumpy, sad, or like focus sad, like gonna turn he's sadness into sad. justice. Oh, I'm so. And in this, it just looks like <laughs> Jennifer hasn't called me in a week. It's that yeah. kind of sad. Yeah. And I don't, I don't know what it I, is. I feel like he's the. He's got the. I feel like Batman has the weight of the world on his shoulders, and I feel like that's what Ben Affleck brings. He looks like he has the weight of the world on his shoulders. Yeah. Well, he's definitely got the weight of stuff on it well sure <laughs> he's also yeah, the, I mean, the if trivia you, if you had to decide between jennifer yeah or jennifer yeah yeah you would have the way of the world it's like i can't I, make a decision i'd go garner all the way at, I least, like at least when he screams jennifer garner's name in bed jennifer lopez doesn't notice <laughs> <laughs> that's terrible i really like jennifer garner a lot and i i think he's a kind of a butthole for leaving her but whatever yeah i like her did, uh so did you let me coming back to ben affleck as batman how do you feel about his bruce wayne uh, I think it's, okay. It's okay yeah, you know what? The older Affleck gets, actually, the more I like him. Funny enough, I think it's yeah. he looks just a little more grizzled, a little more. I don't know. Seasoned. I, I would say I would say older or younger. Like Armageddon at Ben Affleck, I really, really like because I feel like I, I know him. But there, it's Cocky, in the middle. Arrogant young Bruce Wayne yeah, versus yeah, yeah, yeah. older, like, all right, yeah. I've, I've kind of seen the world. Yeah, you give, me mall, you give me mall rats, Affleck. I'll, I'll take that. <laughs> sure. Yeah. That's um, speaking of mall rats, we even mentioned uh, mall rat man. Do we even mention oh, him being a little camp yeah. cameo? Yes. Oh, right. Yeah. Playing, playing a, 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 a uh, coroner in a corner. Whatever autopsy dude named autopsy Jack guy, Kirby. Yeah. Yeah, Jack he Kirby. was like, I I feel like go, which is hilarious. I feel like that was at that moment, I bet he thought that was the greatest thing he was ever gonna do. I bet he thought <laughs> thought I'm I'm in a comic book movie. This yeah. is the height. I mean, he probably the career. height was probably the clerks is an all time classic and will never go away. But but right, you're right. right. He was probably stoked given all his uh his love of comics and everything. Oh, for sure. Plus, didn't yeah. he write he wrote a run of daredevil or something a comic, comic book yeah. Yeah. Did he? okay i don't remember if it was good or not but yeah kevin smith did a bunch of that it's fun though um i got a little scrutiny though i need to get out of the way according to the trivia uh as a fan of the character ben affleck made a point of reading every single comic book that featured daredevil oh. in preparation for his role <laughs> Bullshit. Bullshit. not bloody likely i don't think he read them all come on yeah. That's a lot of no, comics, by the way. Not. It's kind of interesting. I mean, he was he was pretty wealthy by this point, so it's yeah. kind of interesting to imagine him asking his his PA like, 
I need you to get me every copy, uh, uh, like yeah, every yeah, every everything, every one of every Daredevil. Like that's that's an interesting. I, I've I don't I'll know. Take I've always one of wanted every Daredevil, please. I've always <laughs> wanted to know what it would be like to be that professional PA who like is like, oh shit, what am I? How am I going to do this? Like, I said, figuring out all the Daredevil you have, yeah. calling. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, calling around all over Los Angeles and outskirts, like every comic shop. Oh like, I'm, no, I'm sure. I'm sure. Like you know, he Kevin would have Smith a way. Probably had it all of them with Stanley on set. He could probably say, oh. "Hey, can you hook me up with every Daredevil comic?" That's sure, true. Ben. I'll give you a box of Daredevil comics and tell you it's every comic Daredevil has ever appeared. In. Would you like me to do that? He's had. He's had ten. Here you go. I love, <laughs> exactly. I love how in your, in your retelling, Stanley is always a prankster. Uh-huh. I kind of no. picture him that way. I kind of hope he was, you know, totally do. Yeah. Whoopie cushion on Jack Kirby's chair once in a while. That kind of thing. Oh, anybody, huh? anybody watch clerks three, by the way, no, I haven't seen it yet. Haven't yet. Yeah. Right. We'll talk about no. that some other time. Okay. Right. Yeah. Was it good? Just give us an up or down. Did you like it? Uh, yes and no. Okay. Oh, I'm waiting for it to come to my town with the pop-up movie burger or whatever it's called. Movie so. burger. Movie. Moob. What is it? Is it movie? Movies. It is yeah. movies. 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 Yes. movies. Yeah. Yep. I think you are correct. It's like, uh, the, the, the movies of an eagle. Mm-hmm. That's right. I have a, uh, <laughs> you're fondled, fondled by John Favreau. Yeah. Sure. Yeah. I have a trope I wrote down. Oh my Lord. Ooh, Let's do it. it. It's, uh, this trope is called the fighting Irish. <laughs> so Matt grows up I- I- Irish, right? His yeah. dad's a, literally an Irish fighter. Yeah. Sure. And then when his nemesis shows up, he's from Ireland. He comes he comes over the Atlantic Ocean from Ireland to fight. Yeah. I love that. I love that. <laughs> yeah. That's the funniest thing in the movie. That happens me. a lot. That trope is very common. Yeah. And maybe that's because it was common. Like, is there a part of our history where, you know, a bunch of Irish had come to America and then just box their way to freedom or whatever. I don't know what, I don't <laughs> yeah, know what they yeah. did. You ever seen that? Uh, you never seen that one movie uh, with the Leonardo uh, DiCaprio yeah, the the, thing, right? The, with the top hats. What's that called? Yeah, uh, the Kings of New York or something. Is that oh, it? Oh, Gangs of New Gangs York. Gangs of New York. That's yeah. it. That's a good movie. I like that yeah. a lot. Yeah. yeah. Well, oh, I remember yeah. it. I remember it being a good movie. Oh, dude, Daniel Scorsese, Lewis man. and uh, what's his fa- face? Uh, Kobayashi from. Uh, Usual suspects. Oh yeah, he was great. Yeah, uh, uh, Postlewaite, Pete Postlewaite, Postlewaite, oh, or yes. whatever it is. God, that guy is so good. They were so good. Yeah, yeah, that dude. A name you can't. Dunaway, you can't name a Scorsese movie that's like bad. There's no bad Scorsese movies. Did, right? did I say something was bad? No, no I didn't say. No, bad. you just said, "Well, I remember it being good," but was it? Isn't that what you said? Right. Well, that's that's that's. <laughs> I, I question everything sometimes. <laughs> I remember Daredevil being okay. Yeah, that's like, a good point. No, fair no. point. No, that's a fair point. Um, yeah. Well, I mean, I, where, where did where did the University of Notre Dame get their mascot? Right, they're yeah, like literally. Called the Fighting Irish. That's true. Like there's, yeah, that's a good point. It's there's clearly something that there. Like and and in this movie, uh, and in most dare, Daredevil stuff, Matt Murdock himself, he literally carries a shillelagh. I mean, it's not yeah. exactly a shillelagh, but it's pretty <laughs> close. It's yeah, shillelagh it's, adjacent. Yeah, sure. exactly. Yeah. yeah, and he's got and the only person who knows his true identity, at least for most of the movie, is his priest, his his Irish priest. Yeah, like not I, this movie, everybody knows. You need to stop going well, up there and doing. Yeah, go ahead. Yeah, when you're blind, you can't figure out that pretty much everybody knows you're Daredevil. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Am I doing a good? <laughs> did I forget to wear my mask? I think I forgot. Everyone, to wear my mask. everyone <laughs> except his best friend. Foggy is Foggy is never on the case. No. He is yeah. so busy looking at girls in the coffee shop. Right. I, never loved, gets it. I did love Avro's. 
Yeah. I did like Favreau's portrayal here of his friend. No, he's so great. I, I he, like Favreau's Favreau. always yeah. great as that second dude. I mean, he did it again in Iron Man. He's just yeah. that guy. Um, yeah, but I'm I'm super happy with who they picked to play yeah. Foggy in the Netflix series. Mm-hmm. That yeah. guy's happy. Great. Are you happy? happy? So happy, in an interview, he said this was the movie where he, this was just an acting gig for him, but this was the movie where he sat down with Feige at, for lunch or dinner or something, and they, they hatched their idea for Iron Man, which he directed. Um, yeah, uh, yeah. Five years later, right? Yeah, I'm not sure you would have had that. Well, let's see, 08, yeah, five years. Yeah. So you, I'm not sure you'd have had that without them coming together here. So maybe we're really grateful I, I think, for 03. I think this, I think this actually is a, a, was a really good seed for what was going to end up turning into... Uh, the Marvel MCU. I, agree. I think this is I, yeah. the more I read and looked into it, I was like, wow, they were really trying some things here. They found out what didn't work and they but, said, let's make a plan. By the way, this plan. is the fifth entry of Marvel movies to make it to the big screen. Do you guys know the others? Let's do a little contest here. Let's start with Ibit because he's, uh, he's really into this stuff. So, where, sure. What so are wait, the, wait. So, fifth, fifth entry of Marvel movies to yeah. make it into theaters. Yeah. So, uh, X Men wasn't as X Men before this. X Men was before First this. One? That's yeah, one of yeah. them. Uh, yep. Yep. But not X Two. Not X Two. Right? That was after this. Uh, we had Blade and Blade Two. Came Correct. Before this. There's three so far. Uh, well we done. Had, uh, man Thing with. Uh, 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 the first man thing man did that make thing. it to theaters though? I don't think it did. I didn't oh, even did think about Man Thing. I thought Man Thing went straight to like TV or something. Uh, oh, Howard the Duck. Duh, of course. Oh yeah, that's on there four. Wow. All right, so you're missing uh, one. First, no, first Spider-Man was... Oh, first Spider-Man was before this, right? Oh, you know what? You're right. And so was the it, second one, Spider-Man 2 and 02. So was, this is actually okay. six if you count Howard was, the Duck. Was Dolph Lundgren named? Oh, Punisher. Punisher, right? Punisher. Right. correct. And, yeah. And then Captain America... Right. 90, 1990 <laughs> did make a limited but, release in the U.S. So. Oh, I was about yeah, to say, did the, that actually that was make with the, the helmet, theater? right? Yeah, yeah. his helmet, his <laughs> yeah. motorcycle helmet. Yeah, dude, and and what a piece of shit! Out the back of the van. Yep, what a piece of shit that is. Go look that up, everyone at home, if you haven't seen that. It's, it's great. I think it's kind yeah. of weird that the in the two years before this, we had an X Men movie and a Spider Man movie. Like I wouldn't have expected, given you know Marvel's entire uh, oeuvre. To, to then do Daredevil next. Like, it just, like, it yeah, feels right. like such a right turn when you're, you know, X-Men, Spider-Man. Yeah, that's, that's, that's why I was you look at You look at how well those did, and maybe they felt like, eh, let's, let's, if we're going to experiment, let's not experiment on one of our bigger characters like Hulk or Thor or something like I mean, that. Let's Hulk, do... Hulk did come out a few weeks after Daredevil, so... Oh, uh, was it, was it that they short? Were, they were the, working uh, on it. Yeah, the they were Eric working Banana. on it. One. Oh, that okay. was 03. Yeah, <laughs> you're right. Banana. And then very next year, Punisher would get their um, their remake the next year. I have a uh, love right. hate for that Banna Hulk, by the way. I, I'm sorry. Th- yeah. I kind of yeah, no, like you're, it. You know what? There's there's things that they did really well. I yeah. feel like the uh, the comic book look they tried to do with it with panels and yes. dot dot printing we kind still, of look. We were really, still experimenting. Yes. But... Uh, listen, you put uh, Jennifer Connelly. Hey, another Jennifer uh, yeah, yeah. in a film. I'll watch it for sure. That's yeah. true. That's uh, a that's a guarantee. Yeah. Uh, and you know who else great in that? Freaking Nick yeah. Nolte kicks ass in that Nick movie. Nolte. Yes. Oh God. Yeah. Yes. He's so good. The older he got, and he's still with us. But the older he gets, and the more movie he makes, I'm into that shit. He's he's yes. just a crusty weirdo now, and I love it. I'm he's all so, here yeah. for it. Freaking Did uh, it. while so I was looking too. for uh, you know. The leather-bound bullseye costumes. Uh, I might have missed it. Did you guys bring up Mark Margolis? No, 
I don't okay, think so. so. Did we? Uh, sitting did. around the boxing ring, you you know, uh, during the fight, you've got Mark Margolis, who uh, played the wheelchair-bound dude in Breaking Bad. Oh, right. The, uh, hitting the ringer. Okay. Yes, exactly. Salamanca. Salamanca, thank yeah, you. Yeah. Uh, he's uncredited, while, though. He's, the he's, bells ringing in the boxing match. He's, he's in a ton of stuff, but he was totally uncredited in this, which is weird. He totally yeah. was. Yeah. yeah. But he was such like, a, oh. Just, such yeah. a striking face to see oh for sure mm, yeah. yeah as soon as he walks un- unmistakable. in unmistakable you see him and it's like oh there's that dude yeah and then you get uh aj soprano uh, as uh head bully or matt murdoch in the alley yeah oh, he's in that, that was new, some BS, uh, by the way oh what sorry go ahead What'd all of his bs with the blind kid there's no way no one would ever believe he's blind i'd be like this right. guy's not blind because right. he's exactly. like cheering for he his dad stuff yeah yeah, yeah he's Even, cheering for his dad at the ring he's beating up bullies i'm like everybody like that kid ain't blind he's the most you ever get is electric going are you sure you're blind yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's the only time and that's uh, that like, scene of them fighting i yeah. hate it yeah, yeah. there's probably the a trope called love fight or something dumb but yes. I couldn't stand that. To me, felt like like uh, Catwoman level bad. I did not like that yeah. scene at yeah. all. Yeah. Oh, HBO thought I should watch Catwoman next. By the way. Oh yeah. No, got. it recommended yeah, but... that. It recommended. How is it? It's funny that the uh, <laughs> HBO has the the Banana Hulk. Uh, yeah, that's yeah. On Disney with all the other stuff yeah. that Disney got with the. Yeah, yeah they've got they, a, they, they have a lot of bad posted. hero movies yeah. right now. Like, yeah. Oh yeah, when I typed in Dare on yeah. HBO Max searching, it gave me Daredevil, Green Lantern, Catwoman, yeah. that Banana Hulk, yeah. the yeah. One, Zoom, The Last Airbender, Hellboy. It was all kinds of great stuff. I was wow. like, sign me up, HBO Max. That's oh why we own here so much lately. That last bear, Airbender live action, last Airbender is on there. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. we should. Speaking of fights. Yeah, uh, Al Leong is in one of the fights in this movie. Oh, oh really? early on, yeah, in this uh, the yeah. one where he breaks, or he's going after the rapist dude and in the um, restaurant. Yeah, yeah, and uh, Al Leong is in there. So because of that credit, which is down in the stunt man list, <laughs> yeah, uh, he is our most sacked person in this movie. Yeah, uh, kind of. I don't really care. Like I say, you, you barely see him. <laughs> I love him. <laughs> I love it. Yeah, him. put him in put Our, him everything in his weird walrus mustache. Yeah. Put him in as much stuff as you he's can. He's great. I mean, think of the, the classics, Die Hard and Big Trouble in Little China and all these great yeah. movies. Man. Among the highline Among the Highline actors though, we have uh both Ben Affleck and Joe Pantoliano with six now, six entries nice. in the film sack list. I feel like um, there should be and, more pant, Joey Pants and less Affleck in that list, but yeah, I, I guess. <laughs> but sure. Affleck makes movies like this and Pearl Harbor, and like, of course, we're gonna sack it. Yeah, we're gonna yeah. Sack it. it's a good point. Are we ever gonna sack Gili? Come on, we gotta yes. sack Gili. Are we? I have yet to ever see that. I haven't either. Yeah. Ever seen it? To me, never. this is like the live action Airbender. Do I ever truly want to dip my toe into that thing? I don't know. Yes. Right. Listen, yes, if do. I if I can if I can uh, sit through uh, Johnny Mnemonic. You can sit through Airbender. You know what? That's yeah. a good point. And I, and, and if Dunaway you, can sit through uh, Minority Report again, right. then we can all sit through uh, J-Lo is Jiggly. Yes, we yeah, Jiggly. is Jiggly. Uh, <laughs> and then, as, I was, as I was finding uh, Mark Margolis, did you realize that one of uh, Fallon's bodyguards was Kane Hodder? So also in that scene, what? right next to uh, the, uh, Salamanca is uh, Jason Voorhees. Really? I must have looked away. Yes. I must have looked away. That's Christ. crazy. Wow. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I missed that entirely. That's funny. Yeah. I thought he'd show up again. I just I guess he's just a underling to the Kingpin though. Yeah, right? exactly. I mean and for for a fairly 
quote unquote major character being, you know, implicated in the the trial and stuff, Fallon being an uncredited role. It's weird. It's kind of surprising. Yeah, it's a little bit weird. A lot of lot of uncredited in this thing, which is uh from people, people who get credited. Say, eh, don't don't put this on my yeah, right. Don't don't, 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 yeah. But you're right. Don't. There's a lot of people you normally see in other stuff. They have no problem with their names in there. Why are they not in this? Yeah. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. Because I don't no. think this is the, that kind of stinker where you want to take your name off of it. No, no. Not at all. I mean, we were still trying to decide whether this is a career ender for people, right? Like, if you yeah. made a superhero yeah. movie, did that mean you're screwed? And now it's a prestige position, but I don't it think is, that's yeah. the way we felt in 03. I think we were not God, sure. I know. Now you've got people going on Fallon and uh, Kimmel and stuff, looking directly at the camera and saying, please put me in a Marvel film. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, how the things have changed in a, very, a relatively short amount of time. We we laughed at Sean Young when she came out in her Catwoman outfit <laughs> on The View or whatever it was back then, the Oprah Winfrey show or whatever yeah. it was. Now, now people want to voice a Disney movie, go do something hardcore, then do yeah. an indie, and then make a Marvel movie, and then re- rinse and repeat. Like, this is what you want now. Exactly. Your career is better if you're doing all this weird shit. And Step and you have a regular profit. TV show. Exactly. Right. Like, back, back, remember when TV was your death nail? I was like, oh, that guy's doing TV now? Well, I guess his career's oh. over. That's all yeah. completely flipped now. Prestige is where it's at. Degrees. Yeah. yeah, I love that. I think that's great. Uh, I also. A, oh, go ahead. I just want to talk a little bit about Derek O'Connor as Father Everett. Go for it. Um, just sh- striking every every little bit of him. I couldn't get enough. He's great. Derek O'Connor just is perfect. Yeah, he's perfect Who, for the role. He's perfect. Who's he for playing? The, Father Everett. He's yeah, the, oh, oh, the, gotcha. Okay, yeah. The priest. Yet another, like, yet another, uh, so tropey, tropey, super trope, right? Like, we're we're Catholic, we're Irish, we go to confession, we have a, a priest who we, you know, who we uh, give a, a lot of uh, ourselves over to, like, right? We tell him the truth, and, and he knows stuff, and he's, like, our confessor more than anything. Mm-hmm. And I just thought this guy was perfect for the role, and I wanted more. I wanted to hear him like interact with Daredevil more so, than like. So I know we've seen Lethal Weapon too, but have we seen Deep Rising? Because he was in that, and I don't remember oh. his character. Did we I see Deep Rising? We watched Deep Rising. Thought we did. Yeah. Hold on here. Isn't that where Samuel Jackson gets? Oh no, it's Deep Blue Sea is where he gets chumped on by the. Uh, maybe we haven't. Treat Williams. All I've got. K. Yeah, all I've got for Derek O'Connor is Lethal Weapon Two and oh. Time Bandits. I guess we haven't wow. seen Deep Rising. We need no. to. Uh, he's great in that. Is my memory. I'm sure that movie's bad, but I remember him him being good in it. Rest yeah. rest in peace, old man. <laughs> His, <That guy>. uh, <laughs> he was in Pirates of the Caribbean, Dead Man's Chest, and he was he was credited as very old man. Yeah. <laughs> wow. I don't know if that's one you want to go out on. So he passed well, away, he- eh? Yeah, he did. yeah, and he was already. Let me just do the math real quick. He was in his late sixties in this movie, yeah. and he died in 2018. Well, he lived uh, a nice long time then. Yep, uh, yeah. born in Ireland again. Yeah. This, 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 you know, it's what we do. We we have an actual Irish actor as the priest. I love the Irish; they're great. <laughs> uh, here's here's some trivia that is interesting. Uh, ben Affleck was a fan of the character, acted him, uh, but acting uh, as Matt Murdock, he says, was so unpleasant of an experience that in November 2006, he stated he would never reprise the role, having felt quote by playing a superhero in Daredevil. I have inoculated myself from ever playing another superhero. Wearing ah. a costume was a source of humiliation for me and something I would not do again. 
Uh, it is believed that the Daredevil costume was very uncomfortable to wear. Anyway, in uh, in 2013, he uh, accepted an agreement to play Batman and did the whole thing. Over again, so. <laughs> yeah, even a, even a tighter okay. costume. Yeah. I actually like, did like I mean, his Batman costume. It's pretty good. 2013, I mean, dude, that was when he did that? Oh, no, it's 2016 for that movie, but damn, whenever, that was a while ago. Whenever now. actors make these pronouncements, I always want to ask, do you, do you like money? I mean, just look. <laughs> right. Well, I yeah. mean, back in 03, you probably thought hero movies weren't going to be the bee's knees mm-hmm, the way they are. Mm-hmm. So yeah. these days, you're not turning that shit down. Are you kidding me? No. If you did, you would regret it. Like, imagine, uh, I don't know, Chris Evans. I don't want to be Captain America. I'll go do this other stuff. Right. It would have been so much different for him. His oh, whole yeah. life has changed as a result. And I mean, he's like, oh, sure, I'll be Human Torch. Oh, okay, cool. I'll be in uh, Scott Pilgrim vs. the World. Oh, okay, yeah, I'll do <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> Comic movies? Sure. Bread exactly. Speaking You're, of which, uh, this is a total... Sets or oh, losers? Losers. That's right. Yeah. I have this side question real quick. It just reminded me of this. Has anybody seen that um, Jeremy Renner series that's on Paramount that's supposed to be pretty good? Oh, he's like no, a detective yet. or something? Okay. Just curious. I kind of want to check it out, and with him getting all injured up and everybody talking about him, I it's been on yeah. my mind. I'm like, I should check that show out. And it just launched its second season, and then I thought maybe you guys had seen it, and we could have. I could hear an opinion Not from people me. I trust. All right, well, Not forget, me, it Scott. forget it then. Damn it. <laughs> uh, here's a little bit of uh, uh, let's see, scrut not scrutiny. Anyway, the movie was banned in Malaysia. Because it oh. contained, here's huh. why it contained the word devil in the title. They're pretty hardcore about okay. that. Okay. Hellboy okay. in 2004 was released in Malaysia successfully because they changed the name to Super Sapiens. Oh, oh that's pretty good. With an S, I yeah. guess, because you've got yeah. many sapiens in this film. Yeah, there's Abe <laughs> Sapien. Indeed, Super. Yeah, that's really stupid, but I don't uh, know. I assume we've, it's a we've... religious thing, and I have no idea why they don't like the word devil, but. We've often enjoyed the uh, other countries with their other language names for uh, the movie. Yeah, this one is really it, it really stuck with the name Daredevil around the world. Like, mm-hmm. there's not a lot where they changed it. Um, in fact, in, it's in the U.S. The director's cut was was given a, a subtitle. It's called Daredevil: A Daring New Vision. Wow. Which is terrible. That's wow. terrible. That terrible. That's yeah. a better tagline for uh, lens crafters, not a movie. Yeah. <laughs> That's awful. You're a blind superhero in about an hour. Have you ever heard so much stained music in a movie recently? My gosh. It's 2000s as, as AF. Yeah. 2000s AF. I used to really like stained, yeah. but I kind of don't like them as much now. I feel like they're just, yeah. I don't know. There's Stein. a lot of like, I'm really grumpy. I'm on the grumpy side. Like, they're just grumpy. I, I'm interested that you came away with Stained from this. I came away with Hoobastank yeah. and that song by The Calling for some reason. That really stuck with me. Oh. Well, the one, the, um, the Evanescence ones are obvious, but but yeah, they're all of an ilk, right? They're all of a time. Yeah. That kind of overwrought metal, half yes. metal thing. Yeah. Like, there was a fuel we're song. We're so angsty and we've got to get it out in musical form. Yeah. Of course, there was a Moby song. You can't make a movie uh, between '98 sure. and 2006 without a Moby song. That's true. Yeah, Moby was all up in it back then. Now he just uh, does TikToks, and that's fine. <laughs> oh, speaking of TikToks and and Daredevil, everybody see Jennifer Garner working yes. out this week? Yes, her uh-huh. her post. Yeah, posted in the in the Discord. She's hardcore, dude. But yeah, she is. 50 years old yeah. she was born in 1972 and this is a video of her at home in her home gym working out doing her daily routine 
and she looks 25. Yeah. It's insane. Wow. No, she's disgustingly lovely for her age. And <laughs> she appears to have very little work have, has done. She looks great without yeah. makeup. She's like the epitome of what I, I want to look like Jennifer Garner right now. Is what sure. I want. You know what I'm I, uh, Scott and I are talking about two different things. In this video, <laughs> she she is doing the workout of a teenager, and she's fifty. It's insane. Yeah, you she, need to see this. She's buff, she dude. is she is moving and jumping like she's doing those flat stand jumps up, you know, upward. At like uh-huh. a, she really looks like a college athlete. It's it's I I'm, it's, I'm blown away. She's it's, awesome. I felt like trickery. No, she's awesome. Uh, she seems like they have pretty good kids too. I like their kids. Uh, real quick here, I'm going to post uh, what I think the Daredevil uh, costume should be. That's the bullseye. Oh, or yeah. bullseye, yeah, sorry. The bullseye costume, yeah. sure. That, that should be it Perfect moving thing. forward. Giant. I want a guy, I just nice. want a guy in jeans and sneakers wearing a giant target on his chest. Dark, That's what I want. Yeah, needs to wear a, a, an Irish bowler hat, a green Irish bowler hat. Yeah, yeah. And smoking a pipe. Yeah. And just I always want to say to Bullseye, if you're if you never miss, why do you need to get so close to people? Like <laughs> right. shoot, shoot them from shoot them from a, a block away, and they can't even see you. Yeah, if you never miss. Yeah, that's right. I was just glad they didn't play House of Pain. Jumped. I was just. just <laughs> how did they not play that here in this movie? That's a little shocking. Yeah, now that you say it. Yeah. Why why didn't that happen? Wasn't that in the um? Well, that was nineties though. Uh, the um, I can't. The crow. The crow had. Uh, oh, yes, oh, sure, dude. They they're making a new crow. Is that a thing that we are excited about or concerned? What do we think of that? It. I mean, I'll, I'll watch, watch it. it. Okay, because yeah. there was an era there where the crow was badass, and if you liked the cure, you were watching the crow. And yeah, I'm, I'm so indifferent. I'll forget that you told me this about five minutes. Uh, from now. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I. <laughs> it's a fair point, but it's a. Once in a while, I go back and read that com- the original comic, that old indie that it's based on. It's really, really yeah. good. It's awesome content. Uh, here's a trope that uh, I never miss. This is uh, the thing where you throw all your shit around the house or the home base or your oh, special sure. cave because you're pissed. And even worse here because he's blind. So right. he's going to have to clean all that shit up and do it and only with his... he doesn't have an Alfred. No. Yeah. And he's going to have to walk around going bong so he can see things. Oh, there's all my stuff on the ground. Bong. Oh, there's the cuff, coffee cup I dumped over. <laughs> bong. You know what I mean? Uh, Why? Just- uh, speaking of which, all right, I can understand having the multiple costumes, the multiple cowls. Why do you need like a rack of multiple nunchucks? So those, so those, I'm going to call them shillelaghs because I just, I okay, just think it's so call funny. Shillelaghs, sure. Why so you've got all, so many shillelaghs have, on the wall? Yeah. Those all have different technology in there. And again, again, you're completely missing like all of his interactions with people who, uh, you know, make superhero stuff. Like, right? Like sure. Hawkeye, like different arrows, but in this case, the shillelaghs yeah. all do different. Okay, right. So he has he has like the one you see the most is the one with the grappling hook because yeah. he's apparently Spider Man in this movie. Yeah. And <laughs> and the and the different ones they have uh they have different grips, so like he can just grab them and know exactly which one he's grabbed, right? Yeah. And he also, as you saw, he hangs them. Separate, sure. separate places. a separate rack, like, yeah. a, like a tie rack. Yeah. But like, so like there's one where when you hit the button to extend it, it actually shoots out like a, like a spear gun. And there's one, well, he's, uh, he's really got to decide before he goes out to be vigilante boy for the night. He's like, all right, well, I guess I'm just not going to do any fighting lions that escape from the zoo tonight. So I'm not going to yeah. take that, that shillelagh. I guess I'm only going to work on guys getting mugged or pe- people uh, getting yeah. mugged. So I'll take this shillelagh. Yeah, I guess so. And then how does he yeah. know the difference? Does he feel them? They're looking yeah, they, they each have a different grip. Okay. They're, okay. So uh, he can uh, tell. Okay. So all, 
But all the okay, everything else in there though was like multiples of those, it's, multiples of the suits. And I understand that you get all stinky in one, you need the next one, right? I get it. But what what else is your little cave got in there? Like I don't know his his place. Oh, he had his his sound deprivation tank. I guess that was it. Yes. Oh yeah. Oh my right. gosh, his, the sensory deprivation so. is a big part of his life. Yeah. <laughs> he yeah. needs it badly. That was in the front. I, I felt like, by the way, I felt like this movie did a really good job of explaining his ability to perceive things. I. I didn't love how he can hear through walls and stuff. There was a little bit, uh, you know, a little bit of hand waviness there, but like the portrayal of him fully seeing Electra because it starts raining was awesome. That that stuff is very cool. I thought that whole, those effects held up. That's the part of the movie I thought held up and they don't, they didn't do any of that in the the series, right? That was just, they didn't have his view of things. Yeah. Now, did they? I don't remember. God, I feel like at some point they had to show us, kind of give us Daredevil vision and show us what he was seeing. But I think all of the stuff that I can ever remember seeing of that was from this movie, was from, you know. Yeah. When he was when he was narrowing down where the dude was, the rapist guy was. Yeah. Um, oh, right. Yeah. And by the way, that actor is amazing. He's in a million things. He was oh, he's, yeah, he's so he's good. great. Great in the wire. Yeah, and and you know it's it's Matt Murdock because uh, did I miss them pulling that guy unharmed out of the off the tracks or did Matt Murdock just Whoa. say no, he oh he's him. dead he's, he's dead two yeah, yeah. yeah he's, he's run plot. over he's run over by the the train and Matt Murdock just sat there and didn't do anything about it yeah, oh, he, he pushed it he, he said, wanted him to do justice it. Oh, yeah. he yelled yeah. justice is served and then. Yeah, exactly. I mean, that's kind of a, you know, that's a, that's a, that's a non-Disney Marvel move. Marvel would not let your superhero let a guy die like that without saying, now you've tasted fear at its utmost, but now you're going to jail and you're going to rot there for forever. Yeah, see, this is what I'm concerned about with the new take on it. Will they, and maybe I want them to water it down. I don't think you, I think you do. I don't think, because that, that bothered me. I I felt like, oh, Daredevil's just going to let that guy die. Now, Punisher, pfft. No problem. Let him die. You know, right. maybe Berenthal and his earlobes let push and let the earlobes push the guy into the uh, onto the tracks. And, Not a problem. And, uh, turns out with those earlobes, yeah, easy. Right. But uh, I have a problem when it's Daredevil doing it. Is he coming back too? The Punisher, uh, uh, Berenthal coming no, back? No, no word about that. I would, uh, I would like I imagine that. they're going to wait and see how well Disney Devil does, and then, and then go from there and see if nice. they can do. You know, I bet. If we're going to get anybody, we'll probably get Electra, and then maybe we'll start getting Luke Cage and uh, and then Iron Fist before we get Punisher. I would be way more Jessica I'd be, Jones. I'd be into a Punisher. more Punisher for sure. Punisher's a favorite yeah. of mine. I like those comics. Or, or they'll wait and see how Deadpool does, and maybe that'll that'll fast track a Punisher. Because yeah. if if Deadpool, you know, if a rated R Disney Deadpool does okay, then they can say, all right, okay, I feel pretty good about doing a Punisher with this this level yeah it would be interesting too if a new punisher series well i i guess the old punisher series here's here's what i'm getting at the there's a there are groups of people specifically white supremacists who think the punisher logo is their logo now oh god i hate that i hate it too and i would love it if somehow that got subverted in the show or a movie or something because i'm sick of people co-opting like comic book stuff for their for their bullshit that'd be great did uh, did anybody else um, get a little bothered? Notice the o- overuse of the color, like uh, Matt Murdock's hair, Electra's oh, eyes. Yeah, yeah. Why is why is yes. it a little oh, bit Electra's red-headed? Electra's eyes for sure. More well, than didn't she do some else. contacts or something? She did something weird. 
in this. For sure. Yeah, yeah. Jennifer Garner has like hazel eyes. Yeah. And this was I like, couldn't tell if it was digitally added afterwards because every time they like that first time they show her, her head doesn't move, and it's almost like they said, okay, kind of freeze frame on that, zoom in on her eyes so that we can keep the irises digitally green. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I don't know. Uh, I thought I saw some trivia about contacts. I can't find it. I, I realize this is a lot of for first time, right? Like the audience watching this movie has never even heard of Daredevil for the most mm-hmm. part. So like I'm not I'm not gonna like complain that he's got this red hair that's uh color matched so that you can know with the first time you right. ever see Matt Murdoch, oh he must be Daredevil. Mm-hmm. Like yeah, that's just right. weird. Because everything's red. <laughs> yeah. But it a whole movie. The kid when he's a little kid, he's got that hair. And I'm just like, no, yeah, I don't need that. I uh, this is weird. Yeah, it is a little bit weird. By the way, me mentioning I was watching Daredevil made my wife watch th- uh, 13 going on 33 or whatever the hell it's called again. Uh, oh, yeah. Love yeah, that movie. That's yeah, Elektra and uh, Bruce Banner, a.k.a. Uh, That's the Hulk. right. Yeah. Mark yeah. Ruffalo. Oh. Mark Ruffalo. <laughs> in that. Yeah. That's also, also by the way, uh, Judy Greer and Gollum yeah. are in that movie. <laughs> That's right. Yeah. yeah. Gollum's I the boss and Judy Greer's the backstabbing friend. and It's actually a good movie. It's one of these yeah. like Freaky Fridays tropes that worked for me, and I usually hate those. Uh, so, uh-huh. but for whatever reason, that movie worked. Um, so many of those all at once. I know, too. dude. <laughs> so many. Uh, let's take uh, let's take a dive into some clips. Are you guys in the mood for those? So much. Oh, I'm good. So in the mood for. How did you How did you narrow it down? I felt like everything I heard in this movie was, <laughs> was going to be a clip. <laughs> um, it was hard. I mean, there were. Uh, this is one of those movies where there was, you know, plenty to cover or plenty to to pull out. Um, but I don't know. There was nothing that was like significantly amazing. There are a couple of things that are really weird. And uh, you'll have to judge for yourself. Let's start with the Breaking Bad connection. Jack, it's been a while. I don't work for you no more, Fallon. Jack, you never stopped. Did you really think you won those fights on your own? You're 42 years old. Miller, Mac, Bendis. Ding, 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 ding. Yeah, exactly. How many other Marvel artists and writers can I name? Right. Yeah. Right. That's pretty funny that they did that. Although, that you know is, what? Yeah. Good on them because writers never get credit. Neither do artists. No. These movies Joe usually Quesada. forget it all. <laughs> Joe Kess, remember when you beat Bob Joe Layton, uh, Mike Golden? Who else have we got? Do you I remember the, when you I beat Jim that, uh, Lee? I love that a 97-year-old man says, you're 42. Like, it's like a terrible insult. <laughs> yeah, what an awful thing 42 yeah. is. Here's Favreau in the house. Yeah? Here's what I don't get. How can a scumbag like Casada afford an attorney like Hirsch? I'll take him over the dude on the TV show. I didn't like him very much. That character. Oh, we love him. I no, didn't like him. no, take that back. I didn't like. Wait, him. You're talking about the the uh, foggy yeah. on yeah. the TV show. I didn't like yeah. the you're foggy wrong. on the you're, TV you're show. You're so totally. I know. Wrong. I know. I'm so in the wrong. minority here. Everyone always tells me <laughs> okay. I'm wrong. But that actor's name is Eldon Henson, and he was in um, the Mighty Ducks movies, and he's so fun. Yeah. Come on. Yeah, just not my jam. I don't know why. Every time he's on, really? it's just cr- cringe fest. Is like, get past this point, please. I need to get moving into the story. I don't know why. What? What blows my mind about Eldon Henson is that he is 45. Whoa. He, I, oh, wow. if you, if you had asked me before I looked that up, how old is that guy? I would have, I couldn't have gotten that high. He was, he's the same age as Tom Brady. I would have said like 32, <laughs> 33. I would never guess he was in his mid forties. That's crazy. Yep. 45. Uh, you want some justice? What do you want? Justice. Okay. He wants justice. Justice. Yeah. Uh, here's, oh, 
Now, this is weird. Here is a clip of Brian Ibbett's youth. All right. (laughs) This is what your girlfriend said at prom after you said you worked at Taco Bell. You're just getting to know her better, right? Like, oh, I work at Taco Bell. Because you did for a while. Getting to to know her better? Well, you know, just in the car. But they weren't alone, though. There was, you know, a group date and all that. They weren't, like, getting on or anything. But this was her reply to him saying, yeah, I work at Taco Bell. Yeah, well, I go salsa dancing on the weekends, but I don't shake my ass to pay my phone bill. You know what I'm saying? Jeez, she didn't seem like the (laughs) nicest girl. I'm glad you didn't end up with her. Until until a couple weeks later when they came out with the deep fried shaking your ass bell drop, which was really, really (laughs) good. <laughs> they need to bring that back. Yeah, bring it back. Yeah. You're gonna do Mexican pizza. Bring back the shaking your ass, Bell Grande. Shaking your ass, Bell Grande. I love it. Shaking your ass, Bell Grande. Uh, what is this? Some I don't know what this is. I didn't get your name. I didn't give it. Oh, I didn't give it. Okay. All right. I I need you. one more trap alert. Go. Hold on. Wait. I'm on the wrong tab. I can do it now. What's your name? I'm going to ask again and again and again and again and again. What's your name? Mm-hmm. Oh my god, I was so bored. It was like the that's yeah. the most boring come on ever. It was the worst the worst chase. Uh, I hated oh that whole sequence. And you know what? I think if my last name was Nachos, I probably wouldn't Nachos. tell people my name either. <laughs> you know like what? The, I like the cheese dip. What? <laughs> I read I read 100 books with Electra Nachos in them yes, and and sure. I never I never read that. Oh, you got and the thought, same bucks from Stanley that uh, Matt Ben Affleck yeah, did. That's right? right. Yeah, that's right. The I ten never, comics. I don't know. I never. It never occurred to me until this movie told me that I needed to think nachos. Um, the it's a. I guess it's Greek, right? The name. Yeah. Um, yeah. But it just sounded dumb. Sounded real dumb. Nachos. Yeah. yeah they could have. I. I would have probably retconned that name a long time. Although ago. I would eat a heaping plate of Electra nachos. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> Sound good. Yo quiero Taco Bell. That's right. Uh, her name is what? My name's Electra Nachos. There it is. Nachos. Yeah. Nachos. That's my name. Uh, somebody's always talking. Somebody's been talking. Somebody always does. Somebody always hey, be talking. God, I love his voice. I know. I miss that guy. He's such a big man. I just man. loved. Yeah. He, uh, he gained 40 pounds for that role. Uh, wow. To, to beef up. Yeah. But it said, okay, here's some scrutiny. The trivia says that Ben Affleck is 6'4". And that that makes him taller than Michael Clark Duncan. So every scene they had no. together in that office, he had to stand on stuff when they were close, so he looked bigger. No. Is he really six four? No. no, I I every time I've seen Ben Affleck walk out on a stage like a Comic Con or something, he is not. He's six, four. yeah, I'm six one maybe. I don't think he's Michael. He's, Michael Clark Duncan was legit six five. Like yeah, that, see, was that, a, trivia, that was his actual height. That trivia is broken, man. When, when they, you know, look when you let the crowd do all the trivia, you, you got just bullshit. That's what you got. All right. IMDb, change your damn uh, thing after 20 years. All right. Here's a. Did you know that Michael Clark Duncan uh, was in the hospital for two months after his heart attack? Before no, he died? I didn't yeah. know that. No. Yeah, he had well. a heart attack and then went to the hospital <sighs> and then was in there for two months and then died. He, uh, wow. he had the body type of a guy whose heart must have had to work overtime constantly. And I don't yeah. mean obese. He's not. He was like a, just a large man. He put on weight for this yeah. role, but, um, 40 pounds at his, his size. That's like me putting on five. Yeah. It's, it's like it's, you doing five or 10. Exactly. Yeah. Um, and it's, uh, it's just unfortunate cause he just, we had more to do with that guy. Yeah. yeah have, you, have you ever heard about his, uh, $5 bills? Well, no, tell me more. <laughs> 
So he, uh, this is a, this is a total rumor. I don't believe this, but it's it's said many times that Michael Clark Duncan always had some five dollar bills in his pocket that he had written his name on, mm. and if someone recognized him in public, he would give them the five one of the five dollar bills. Oh, that's nice. so like, oh, that's there cool. are there are people who claim they have a Michael Clark Duncan five dollar bill because they recognized I, him on the street. Wow, I actually kind of do something similar when somebody recognizes <laughs> me on the street. I <laughs> ask them if they've got a five dollar bill. <laughs> yeah, can, can I, yeah, can there's I just the one twist. Yeah. Yeah, just that one change, but uh, yeah. yeah, I like but it. Just like that. In this economy, you got to start asking for ten. All right, that's right. Boy, exactly. did he! But I'm, I'm sorry to say, he had a really bad taste in women. Of of all of for all of oh, his La Rosa. Yeah, yes. for all of his good good points, uh, quite a fault there. Well, oh, horrendous taste. Yeah, <laughs> but his voice that drew him in. That drew him in. Yeah, yeah. It, uh, it would have worked on me. Uh, so mm-hmm. good thing I was married at the time. Now I laughed at this. And I feel like I maybe shouldn't have, but I did. So here it is. I said. It's the old lady getting a peanut. In the, yeah. yeah the oh, lady yeah. Jeez. That, I laughed out killed loud. killed an old yeah. woman yeah. talking too much. Yeah. That, that won't happen on Disney. Just saying. Yeah. <laughs> Probably not. But she was also kind of a racist, racist old bag. So I'm, I'm not saying yeah. she should die. But we made the, you had the peanut go down easier for us. Yeah, right? yeah. I was like, ah, oh, there we go. Yeah, yeah there's yeah. that. Uh, here's Grey's Anatomy lady showing up. Your ears must have been burning. Why? This just came by messenger. It's your invitation to the black and white ball at the Grand. I'm going to do it all in a higher voice than I'm used to. <laughs> and that's when I realized I wanted to be a doctor. That's right. And do 15 and a half seasons of a show. <laughs> that's right. <laughs> um, Any idea why no. it's called the black and white ball? No. Because they accept people of all races. And- I guess. Is that <laughs> it? <laughs> no. Uh, it's cause weird. It's, get... a, it's an homage to Frank Miller, probably. <laughs> uh, might be, actually. Or maybe yeah. you have to wear black and white. Like you, you can't wear a fancy red dress. You got to wear. wear a red jumpsuit. Yeah, if you, right. look at, you have to look at your. Uh, a, fancy tie. You, gotta so you be can't a wear your double leather pants. You can't pants. bring your you. red cane. Oh, yeah. oh, oh, shoot. Now what? All right. This also made me laugh. It looks like the set of goddamn Sanford and Son. Every time I walk in, I'm waiting for Lamont to walk down the stairs. He's blind. If you don't like how things look, change it. What's yeah. he gonna do? Yeah. yeah. You go ahead. Yeah. You're John Favreau. You're the chef. Get it done. That's right. Here's uh Wilson in the house. Wilson Fisk is in the hizzy. Oh. Hizzy. <laughs> oh, hated that. We were still saying hizzy and whizzy and all that bullshit back then, I guess. We were still, yeah. We were in the peak of it. Peak, peak uh, for shizzle uh, Snoop Dogg time, I guess. Yeah. Uh, nobody is innocent. Nobody's innocent. Listen to that. Nobody's Man. innocent. You can feel that in your guts. Right to my soul, I feel that. Right. Whose heart could handle that voice? Nobody's innocent. You know, you got to maintain the blood flow for that business. I mean, I'm not saying I want to, you know, I'm not trying to justify <laughs> his death, but Whatever. just saying. Yeah, no, no. Uh, he never misses. I missed. I never miss. Yeah, never miss. Yeah, I like their fight in the church. Is basically them just standing at opposite ends of the church, throwing yeah, things at each other, and yeah, not getting hilarious. out of the way of the things that take a second to get to them. 
<laughs> yeah, like the dog pan or whatever it was he threw at him, the, or the holy water bo- oh, thing. So yeah, like, so holy yeah, water you know, frisbee dish. It's yeah. like he was dodging <laughs> bullets earlier. What is wrong with you right now? How did you yeah. miss the bowl? I know, just sitting there. Is it, I, is yeah, it yeah, ring as it flies? Yeah. As I, as I said in my greeting, nobody brought a gun to a knife fight. Like one person. Yeah. It just takes yeah. one person to end all this. Yeah, we'd be done with it. All right, here's Kevin Smith doing his thing. Are you ready to see something really, really cool? Yeah. Yeah. Shoehorned really. in. Yeah. It was Kevin Smith. In. That's fine. Yeah. They did that I, with him in I, uh, Die Hard with a Vengeance Death Die Hard, whatever it was called. What was that Die Hard one? Uh, Live Free or Die Hard, I think was yeah, one of them. That was the one. That was an okay one. It's a good day to Die Hard. I can't remember. That one was our, I enjoyed that one. Uh, all right. Didn't kill your dad. I didn't kill your father. Liar. Okay, now. Liar. I'm going to play that one more time. I didn't kill your father. Liar. And I'm going to take that last part. Liar. And play it all the time. Liar. Isn't that weird? Liar. It is weird. I don't like it. Liar. I hate it, actually. I would do another take. (laughs) (laughs) All right. We heard this guy at the top of the show. Where the hell is my SWAT team? He was always so pissed. I loved him. Loved that little character actor guy. He was good. Uh, here's Bullseye. Bullseye. Oh, no, that's him saying Bullseye. That was his catchphrase, literally saying his name after he fell on the car. Bullseye. Lame. Oh, right. Yes. Yeah. And then um, this is the sound of me getting kicked in the nuts. Oh! <laughs> there you go. Liar. Did, liar. did everybody get punctured in this movie? <laughs> Everyone got punctured. Everybody got punctured. All everybody puncture wounds. Punctured. Yep. I, I guess I guess Kingpin got his knees broke. Yeah. I think and that then was the deal. ended up on his knees, which you would never do. If if you got your knees broke, you would end up on your back or your side. You would not be on your knees. No, you're yeah, right. No, but you're a big but fella. You know, you gotta. I was expecting Kingpin to get punctured somehow. Yeah, he never did. But he, there's time for the future where he'll never make another one of these. All right, let's move on to this right here. Oh boy, we got the checklist. <laughs> Nothing worse than being front stabbed by your girlfriend. Check. Man, that was a bummer. Although he seemed oh, to not yeah. have trouble with that wound as the rest of the film played out. No, just you know, no shoulder. It's merely a flesh wound. Yeah, that, no big uh, deal. Sigh through the shoulder. No yeah. problem. Tore all those ligaments and everything. I shouldn't be able to use this arm, but somehow I'm magic, so it's fine. <laughs> uh, top method for getting the old lady next to you on a plane to be quiet. Check. And finally, <laughs> forgive me, Father, for we have sinned. The spinoff to this movie is utter shite. Oh, I know. Well, when we get to that movie Dunaway, I'm ready to hear you. You go to bat for it. Right. I know, boy. Defend the crap out of it because mm-hmm. you know, I haven't seen it. So who knows? Maybe I'll agree with you. Yeah, yeah like That's I said, cool. I haven't seen it in a very long time. Mm-hmm. Yep. She's just so pretty. It's hard to not notice that part. I hope the little Chihuahua from uh, the Taco Bell commercials makes makes his cameo. Oh, that'd be fantastic. <laughs> that'd be great. I look yeah. forward to it. Let's get to the soundtrack great. Or no, I'm sorry, the Star Trek connections. Were there any here? Did anybody uh, do any Star Trek? Oh, yeah, a bunch. And uh, the reason there's a bunch is because it looks like most of the crew for this film came up through the same studios that made like Insurrection and Nemesis and like the first two J.J. Abrams reboots. Mm. You know what I mean? Like yeah. you see all these sound mixers and ADR designers across all these movies. But among the actors, we have three. Uh, there's an actor named Greg Christopher Smith who is cast uh, credited as SWAT leader <laughs> in this movie. SWAT leader of the and, SWAT. Uh, he had he had a similar role in Deep Space Nine. Uh, there's an actor named David Doty who is cast oh. as drunken Englishman 
in this movie. Uh-huh. <laughs> this, uh, this movie's cast names are terrible. Yeah. And uh, he was in an episode of Star Trek Voyager, but I think we can do better. Uh, and that's because this movie has the great Eric Avari. Uh, mm-hmm. He was, you know, uh, Electra's dad, Nicolas Nachos. Mm-hmm. Um, he was in three different series of Star Trek. In The Next Generation, he was in Deep Space Nine, and he was in Enterprise. Uh, that uh, TNG episode was in Season 5. It was called Unification 1, mm-hmm. and it included Leonard Nimoy as Spock. Oh, oh, oh that cool. was a fun crossover. I remember that. Wow. You know what's weird? You mentioned the Star Trek J.J. Abrams stuff. That's only six years away from this movie. Yeah. yeah. That's weird. Huh. Time's weird, yeah. man. But yeah. uh, but seriously, like we we didn't really talk about Eric Avari. He is so good. He's so right. Like what what a perfect casting for him. You know, he's Kingpin's uh, partner. Mm. He's uh, also a billionaire who has profited from all of the crime they've been managing for years and years and years. And you know, he decides he wants out, and Kingpin won't let him out without killing him. I loved him in the Mummy. I liked him in Planet of the Apes. It wasn't I didn't love that Planet oh, of the yeah. Apes, but I liked him in it. Um, it was the yeah. remake one or the, the Tim Burton one. Um, he does all kinds of voice acting now for video games. He's in Destiny 2, I guess. Uh, some other stuff. That guy's great. I like him. Uh, moving on to the soundtrack grade. I give it an EEO for emo early aughts. Woo! <laughs> that is 100% what that is. Sad Listen, music for sad generation. I don't, I don't feel like I caught much emo, though. Well, that, that anything from Evanescence is How pretty emo. Emus? Did you get emo? I got some emos. Yeah, I caught those. Like, but you know what I'm saying? Like, it's not. Yeah. Uh, I realize it's that I, angsty. Uh, right. It's not the emo that like became stuff like Blink 182 and uh, Panic. Not Panic at the Disco. My Chemical Romance. That sort of thing. Right. But it's but it's a different kind of angsty 90s emo for sure. Yeah. And then and and that's and I fine. can't think of a better description for it than emo. Yeah, it was pretty emo. They call them e boys and e girls now. That's the thing. I love how music in the two thousands is very recognizable now. It's like there's all these songs in this movie are very bombastic, mm. and they have like orchestras underneath rock bands. You yeah. know, yeah. I can't not think of Shaggy when you say very bombastic. bombastic. All you have to do is just say it. <laughs> I am fantastic. I am fantastic. <laughs> Um, I listened to way more of that guy this year than I ever expected whoa, to in my whoa, life because of whoa. Brian and his cover album. It's amazing. <laughs> so good. It's so really, really good. Than any right to be. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's actually kind of fantastic. Uh, all right, moving on here. Let's get to the Twitter post. This is where you guys sum up things in 280 characters or less. Who knows if anyone will see it because the algorithm's all effed up and we might even lose the following tab. <laughs> anyway, let's start this week with Randy. Uh, Dare DeVille. Let's see. We have a man who wears red and his best friend, another man, and his father. Okay. We also have a large man and large man's partner who is a man. And then their hired Irish man. (laughs) Oh, oh. And there's a man who's kind of like showing up late wearing glasses and uh, exactly one woman, just like a Saturday night at Ebbets house. There we go. First one of the year. Yeah. I felt the, I felt the lead up coming, but I just wasn't sure. Uh, I did. Uh, hurting i love how you and a, and a big plate of nachos yeah did anybody else have a moment in this movie where you were like oh and then they brought in kevin smith they couldn't have put a, any other woman in this movie hey yeah. look at ellen pompeo working behind a desk they had a woman <laughs> pouring coffee in the diner uh yeah, right. yeah. yeah. Okay. real real strong female representation in this film yeah for sure 
<laughs> I guess, you know, Electra has to be, but everybody else was eh, lame. Yeah. Also, you killed her. Well, sort of. She came back, but still, for all we knew yeah. at the end of this movie, she was she's she's dead. Uh, let's move on to Brian Dunaway, please. Daredevil. They say your whole life flashes before your eyes before you die. Good thing he's blind. Blind flack. Hashtag red leather cell. Mm. <laughs> blind flack. Oh, blind man. Flack. I don't know whether I should be offended or laugh at that all the rest of the day. <laughs> that was great. Uh, then finally, Brian Ibbett, please. Daredevil. Sheesh. Another movie where we have to sit through Batman's origin story again? <laughs> nice. Nice. I, like I, it. I would imagine that's uh, a good third of all superheroes. Like the the dad dying, the well, parents right. dying. Yeah. Uncle Ben. Yeah. Spider-Man. The sure. whole kind of orphan thing. Uh, Iron Man, kinda. Yeah, right. No wonder Disney bought them. Disney loves orphans. Yeah, they love orphans. Oh, yeah, exactly. Yeah, this now make this all makes sense. And Luke. Star Wars works too. Yeah, hey, Luke. Luke yeah. was totally orphan. And Twice. comics, comics never Haven't seen the Mandalorians, Dad. Yeah, <laughs> Com- comics never portray uh, like a hero having a good relationship with their parents <laughs> ever. Yeah. yeah, right. Does everything have, I just realized everything we just mentioned, feels like everything we talk about anymore in modern, like new shows, shows that are big all across the spectrum, Giancarlo Esposito's in all of them. Yeah. Yeah. He's in Mandalorian. He's in the boys. He's in this new kaleidoscope thing. He's in 500 things. He's in what? Far Cry 6. Far Cry 6. He's the person of all media now and, and better call Saul where he won a golden globe or something. Yeah, it's insane. Uh, and here's the sound of me not complaining. One yeah, day. yeah, I, yeah like I wish they yeah. would use him a little bit more in Mandalorian. He feels like sure. a little undersold there. He was just uh, there to I'm sure we're going to get more. He was yeah. just there to get the dark blade thing and you know make just, that giant. Just connection. another and just another reminder to go watch Kaleidoscope. You'll get so much Giancarlo Esposito. You'll be you'll hmm. be happy. Yeah, don't. Yeah, get, but, don't I mean, we just talked about this on TMS kaleidoscope is like why why is it only got 40 percent? we don't know i don't know i don't know because people people fixate on the gimmick right instead of saying oh is this black mirror bandersnatch thing actually good um yeah but it's got this gimmick and the gimmick didn't work so oh my god a lot of those complaints a lot of those complaints when you look (laughs) through the through the rotten tomatoes complaint list is uh gimmick falls flat for an otherwise entertaining show yeah it's like well good then watch it for the show don't watch it for the gimmick that's a good point okay i got this to that's say what, that's, why for the gimmicks. Can, <laughs> for the gimmicks. that's why kevin can f himself is such a good show because all right yeah there's the gimmick that when she's around kevin it's like a sitcom blah 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 but <laughs> you know you get past that it's a damn good show i didn't know it was gonna push brian's buttons you today. pushed I'm me excited. over the edge that's right damn it. I, my friends that i recommend tv shows to yeah. are really tired of me saying you need to watch this for a while before it'll click yeah they're re- like it's like the way i describe everything i like uh, you know they're um, they're like uh, you haven't seen Shit's Creek? Okay, I need you just to watch 14 episodes, <laughs> and I'm telling you, yeah. it's going to be the greatest show you've ever seen in your life. But if you don't push through that initial repulsion, you know yeah. you won't like it. I was I, I was hooked on uh, Kaleidoscope from the first episode. I was hooked on Kevin Kenneth himself. I think maybe from the second episode where it's like, oh yeah, this underlying story speaking of shit's creek it's so uh, what's her face yeah. uh 
this underlying story uh, that you know about her life is really really compelling and really good mm. so mm. agreed yeah uh this photo real quick dunaway put in here I think the only sober people at the premiere were Michael Clark Duncan and Jennifer Garner. <laughs> yeah, that was a, that was a height comparison photo that was like the photo premiere for Daredevil, and it's got all of them there. Yeah, oh for sure. So he's, I mean, Affleck's tall. From that yeah. picture, he looks like he's not quite as tall, but pretty close. But he then looks, I thought he also is hunching. I think he must be. But also, yeah. I think I thought Colin Farrell was shorter. Then he looks here. He looks like it, right? He looks like he's a stocky. Yeah, a little yeah. fiery, little tiny little guy. I don't know. And I'm sorry, but uh, Jennifer Garner, if you've got a no nudity clause in your uh, contract, yeah. you probably shouldn't be wearing something like this. I think that's right. where she's got her she's got her weed in there or something. This little bulgy thing that isn't a is normal like nipple. A piercings or something? She doesn't seem like the piercing type. No, those like little wishbones or something. <laughs> <laughs> like she's got clock hands on her yeah. nipples or something. Yeah, it's right now it's let's see, three ten in the afternoon. Or yeah, two fifteen because the long hand is and no oh, one will look at them. Look look how everybody is intentionally looking away. I'm not looking those, down. Those are everybody's looking. looking in every other direction. Holy cow, yeah. Yeah, they don't know which camera they're looking at. Sorry. Definitely knee play piercings. Yeah. Well, it must be. It must be, but they're weird so, looking. Yeah. Uh anyway, all right, nicely done, everybody. Brian, did we, we did you, right? No, I forgot where we were. Yes, yeah, we you did. did, you. did, did it again, I want to make sure I don't miss it like last week. I felt bad. It was a really memorable joke again. about do Batman's again. origin. Yes. <laughs> oh, right, right, right. That was just a while ago. That's all. Uh, where are we now? We're doing this now. This is alternate titles. Uh, this was almost called Harry Potter and the Magical Sprinkler Office. Uh, that didn't quite stick, so they didn't go with it. Instead, they almost went with Ride Like the Wind, Bullseye. Get it? Because uh, there's nothing really to guess. just the use of a term from another movie. <laughs> Let's get to the emails real quick. Uh, we got emails from listeners uh, all the time. Filmsack at gmail.com. We got one here from Dave. He says, hello, team. Uh, greetings from Down Under. Longtime listener, first time poster. I just wanted to add some scrutiny. I've distinctly heard Scott twice refer to Brian De Palma as the director of 8mm. For all of his flaws, De Palma is a bold, competent filmmaker, as uh, as you yourselves pointed out. The person responsible for this shit show uh, that was 8mm is none other than Mr. Batman and Robin himself, the late Joel Schumacher. Just setting no. the record straight. Love the show. Keep no. up the terrific work, Dave. Yeah, I have, for, for whatever reason, I stand corrected. I, I could have sworn that was a De Palma joint. I never bothered to look it up. Um, we, you know, when we see that movie, finally, I'll it'll, obviously I'll know. But right. in my head, that's a nothing to do with Schumacher, and I don't know why. Mm. But he's right, one hundred percent. Do you want to sack it? Yeah. Oh yeah. Hell yeah. We should do eight millimeter. Yeah. In fact, I think it was on the list before, and it got pulled because it was uh, it dropped off a of streaming or something. So we should do that sometime. Is it out? Is it available? It is not available right now, and neither is Jiggly, by the way, but uh, it, it is now on our watch list. All right. Jiggly. I hope Jiggly never streams. <laughs> <laughs> I really don't want to see it, oh, uh, but I'll on. do it. I'll do it for the show, but I don't, you know, part of me wishes it never shows up. Anyway, uh, we also get texts from people at 801-471-0462 and Banana Zit uh, texted us, us. I don't like Banana Zit. I mean the name. You're probably a fine person. Anyway, when it ever comes up, I absolutely hate the dislocate my limb to escape trope. As somebody that oh. receives surgery to stop getting dislocated, the amount of pain one receives when that happens is excruciating. It would not be able to get up or continue doing physical activity immediately afterwards. Oh, well, thank you, Bananas, for your your energetic uh, uh, statement. And I agree with him. Yeah. 
Yeah. It's a dumb trope. And uh, Anybody this one, have a favorite, though? Oh, geez. A uh, favorite example of a character dislocating is usually their shoulder, right? This, yeah. this lethal weapon is the one that first yeah. comes to mind anytime yeah. you bring that up because it's so, it felt like that's the most uh, visceral and painful looking one. Yeah, I'm trying yeah. to even think of another one that I, because that is the one I think of first, but I can't think of anything. I know there's a hundred times in movies, but I can't think of any. Yeah. I feel like it's used in uh, in TV more than movies. Yeah, maybe. Um, and yeah. it was it, it, like if you're watching the Marvel TV series, it was in the Punisher. It was in Luke Cage. So it's, sometimes you see him where like a bad guy. This is how they get out of their restraints is by purposely taking their arm out of socket sure. or their hand, their thumb, breaking their thumb so they can get out of handcuffs mm-hmm. or whatever. But that's yeah. I think that's a adjacent sort of problem. It's uh, it's always a little annoying to me because then they suddenly later are just like, oh, I'm great. I'm Nothing hurts. I'm fine. And having my own shoulder been dislocated when I was 14, I can tell you, you're not fine. Even when it goes back in, you are hurting for a long time. It still hurts if I sit wrong, that shoulder. Yeah. And we just, and we just saw it, not just, but a few months ago, we saw it in True Lies, right? Uh, mm-hmm. Schwarzenegger is talking, talking to the uh, 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 bad guy mm-hmm. and telling him how he's going to kill him. Yep. And he dislocates his thumb to get the cuffs off. Yep. Yeah, that's right. Oh, yeah, that's, yeah, so that was the, um, a recent one, probably the most recent. But we agree with you, Bananas It. Other than your name choice, you are dead on. <laughs> Uh, let's, it's fine. He's probably got a story and I don't want to hear it. Um, (laughs) (laughs) let's, uh, let's thank some new patrons. Uh, oh, I forgot to pull these names up. I'm going to do that right now while I'm, uh, thinking about it because that seems important. You know, if you're going to, if you're going to say people's names, you ought to have their names. I figure, Mm -hmm. uh, you, you don't just want to say, this is me killing time. You don't want to just say (laughs) you don't have their names. Okay, here we go. I have their names now. Uh, I thought I put these in. I don't know why I didn't do that. All right. So Blowout ended with a whole bunch of cool names. And the last one we did was named Randy, which isn't our Randy. Okay. So now Scott yeah. looks and sees where Randy we is. We even said that, right? We even said not our Randy. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> JP joined us. That's who it was last week. JP. Uh, not JP, 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 which is a guy in our community, but a different JP. And we're really That's glad to have JPs. him on board. Yeah. It's a lot of JPs. Seen him around quite a bit. Really glad to have him here. If you like bonus content every month, like the episode I just put up with Brian Dunaway going deep uh, yesterday, in fact, uh, then you'll love what we do here. And we do it every month. One of us will take a turn every month and put up some bonus content. Every week you get bonus pre-show content and uh, you get all sorts of other cool stuff, including signed art from me in the mail and other benefits. No commercials ever. So go check it out. Patreon.com slash Filmsack today and join up. That's patreon.com slash film second. In fact, I'm feeling generous. The next number of people, however many it is between today and next week that sign up as brand new patrons. And I'll include JP. You know what? JP, you're included in this. <laughs> oh, you just made it in, JP. So the next 11 of you, including JP, so 10 more of you, the next 10 more that join up at whatever level, it doesn't matter. I will mail to you, even if you live in a far off land, the official film sack die cut sticker and a few extras that's coming to you for no reason just for niceness all right at any level you know what scott uh uh, we didn't talk about this before i'm gonna add a uh for the next 10 i'm gonna add a uh uh Video cassette magnet thing. Oh my lord! Oh, I love if they're, in the, if they're in the U.S. Sorry. Oh, they're, they're in okay. The US. All U.S. people, yeah. magnet included. All right, that's right. 
Any international so we'll get me a list of who he sends to, and, yep. uh, and I, I will send magnets. And that means to... two packages in the mail, not just one. Yes. That's right. That's yeah, right. We have Thanks. to name Randy, what you got? Send, send some, Randy no, will saying, send you his underwear. I'm, just, I'm sending you the official name, as Brian Ibbett just coined, the video cassette magnet thing. That is my <laughs> per name yes. of yep. that thing. Official. Yes. No, that's good. That's good marketing. I like it. <laughs> anyway, that's uh, that's a promise from us to you, plus uh, all the other great reasons to join up. So do it today. That's patreon.com slash filmsack. Our next movie will be finally, after all these years, finally, Strange Days is streaming on HBO Max. Oh, and we're going to yeah. watch the great Catherine Bigelow film, Strange Days, science fiction, dystopic future business set in the year 1999, made in the year 1995. Uh, Ray finds us right there. I know. I know. <laughs> it's the one problem with it is it's it really assumes a lot about five years of of per- progress and in, in technology. But anyway, I love Strange Days. At least I think I do. I've seen it multiple times, why, but it's been a long time. So why do I have a Daryl uh, Star Trek connection list for Strange Days? We really haven't done Strange no. Days for film set, no. right? We've Weird. tried multiple times. I've, I was doing a search to so I could say the name of the person who who uh, I thought emailed, but he must have posted in uh, on the film sack uh, uh, Discord channel. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But on November second, twenty eleven. Yeah, I think Netflix oh, maybe had that's it. it. November second, twenty eleven. I he sent us a. Uh, um, a Trek Connections list for Strange Days. So, Randy, I guess right. I'll forward this to you. <laughs> oh, That's and funny. also, I have a I am a horrible creature of habit. Um, when I do a show long enough, when something changes, it's easy for me to forget. So, I'm going to play something now, and I'm going to go back and put it in post where it should be. And oh. that's the return of Scott Fletcher. Listen, to <gasps> Daredevil, yes. a man hey. blinded by toxic waste, which also enhanced his remaining senses, fights crime as an acrobatic martial arts superhero lawyer. I feel bad because I didn't put it in the right place. But those Aww. listening at home, you heard it when you should hear it. But the reason we don't talk about it is because I forgot to put it in. So it's, it's happening in post. <laughs> and it's important because he's going to do these reads like he used to do for descriptions of the film moving forward. Uh, and it's an, uh, we love having Fletcher back. So I just don't want to make this like, seem like a small thing. It's a big deal. Yeah. Okay. Huge. We love Scott Fletcher and and he reached out and says, I want to do those again. I said, hell yeah, dude. But I'm also a creature of habit and screwed up. So, uh, welcome to my world. Anyway, I'll put that in post. This is all over explaining because they've already heard it, but, uh, whatever. Anyway, that's going to do it for us. I believe. Don't forget filmsack.com filmsack at gmail.com and of course on twitter we're at filmsack leave us reviews wherever you get your shows that's going to do it for us for me for brian for brian and for randy there are alligators in the sewers we'll see you next time that's true that's true This show is part of the Frog Pants Network. Yes. Get more at frogpants.com. Ha <laughs> ha